Welcome back, guys! Alright, we made it! It's been a long two weeks. We are back. This is another episode of Attack the Talk Podcast. I have missed you guys so much. You know what? Screw Boston! You know what, guys? I wish I was here. <laughs> you know, streaming... No, Boston was pretty cool, guys. But I did miss you guys very much. Uh, and it feels so freaking good to be back. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna continue on with this awesome adventure. Talk about some good AOT stuff. And, uh... Yeah. It feels good. I'm going to feel so rusty. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, you guys, this is AJ, your host, and joining me is... Hello, I'm Lexi. And this is Lexi. I missed you guys, missed you guys. It's yeah. been a while since I've, since, you know, I've been in the seat. Yeah, one thing that you said, Lex, was like, it's so true. It's just, man, granted, it was only like two weeks, but it felt like it was so long. Yeah, it felt way longer. Yeah. I, was like, I was only gone for two weeks, and it, yeah, it felt like a month. Yeah, obviously, we didn't have a podcast episode last week. Mm -hmm. um, we hope that you guys had a great week a great um however you guys filled your time we hope that you guys uh you know are well and um yeah so we're back yeah and uh and then the week before yeah the week before last week i you had a solo podcast yeah that's right i had a solo podcast because i had a fever for something yeah i was so sick off it probably something. feels a while for you yeah for sure no, because it felt like I had that fever for, for forever, too. And then it was only, like, four days. Oh. Well, you're back. I'm back. That's all that matters. Pat back. You know? Yeah. Pat back. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Get back to it, guys. Uh, today's episode, we will be continuing on with Season 3, Episode 4. That episode's name is Trust. This will be Part 2 of our episode uh, Breakdown and Discussion. This episode will be broken down into three parts. So this is part two of our discussion here. Um, we'll get into some recap about what we talked about so long ago, way back when, over in, uh, remember. Over in uh, part one. But yeah, we'll get into all that, guys. Of course, we have to go ahead and give our disclaimer that there will be spoiler talk in this episode. We usually talk about some spoiler stuff. Spoiler stuff's are fun to talk about. Yeah. And uh, of warm. course... We'll get into the uh, Q&A responses and the poll results, which uh, are results from two weeks ago. Yeah. So excited to get into all that, guys. Um, yeah. But uh, before we go ahead and begin, I want to ask you, Lex. I know that you're feeling better. Mm -hmm. I know that we're both happy to be back. But uh, tell, tell me. Tell us. How have you been? Uh, I've been what pretty good. What have you done to fill your time? Other than uh, the fever and all that. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of schoolwork. <laughs> Um, my neurologist officially said that I can do light physical activities. So my trainers have been like testing me on the, on like the bike, the stationary bike and okay. then doing body weight exercises. And I am so weak. I am still so sore from two days ago and it was just body weight exercises and lightweight stuff. Cause obviously mm. I haven't done any physical activity in like two and a half months. Shout out oh. Laker for life. Thank you so much. Welcome hello, back to hello. Uh, so I just feel like really out of shape and really weak, but I'm glad that there's these little steps and I'm kind of excited. I mean, I don't, I still haven't, I talked to my neurologist in two weeks, but, um, yeah, we'll see what he says then. Cause I really want to start doing heavy lifting again and I miss it so much, but it's going to be, it's going to be fine. All right. Well, happy that you're, <laughs> you're doing well, Lex. And, uh, I know that you're feeling weak right now, but. You know, only progress from here on out. And uh, mm -hmm. I was going to say, I was like, I, I'm kind of excited whenever I eventually go back into it because I because it's easier to get it back once you've already had it. Yeah. So it's going to be just like all progress and it's going to be so, feeling so great for the first like 
two months with like getting it back and then like the baby gains and then after like the three months I'm gonna start feeling like I'm not gaining anymore <laughs> and be like dang now now the real stuff comes in yeah but that's cool that you, you you get that sense of excitement that you get to go through all that again you know? yes that's cool of the progress um, let's go to chat real quick we have our friends of the show obviously as I mentioned shout out to Liquor for Life mm -hmm. uh, we also have friend of the show Eddie Hinson Eddie what's Hi, up my friend Eddie. hope you're doing well Eddie says you guys are back with a heart awesome man he says I hope you guys your last few weeks have been great Lexi keep up the volleyball work mm -hmm. and AJ hope your work trip was fun thanks man I really appreciate Aww. that Eddie you're an awesome dude man Thank and I hope you, that you've been well and uh, please let us know how how you've been, what you've been up to, if you have any exciting things that you want to t you know, talk about, we'd love to go ahead and hear it. Uh, I hope that you've been well, my friend. And of course, Lovey, shout out to Lovey. He says, yeah, you're back. And we are back. Hi, um, Lovey. But yeah, let's, we let's are talk back. about, um, do you want to, any updates like on volleyball and all that? I know that you've been um, working through injuries and everything and stuff. And, I uh, had my senior day, really weird because obviously I'm not playing yeah. because of my uh, concussions, but I had my senior day on Friday okay. and... Uh, we have playoffs next week, uh, or uh, our um, conference tournament. Uh, yeah, our conference tournament, and yeah. we're fourth in the conference right now. So we just made it because only the top four teams go. <laughs> so I'm excited for that and see how that goes. And then I'm still supporting all my friends and everything through volleyball, and they're all doing really good. So awesome! Shout out to the volleyball squad. Good luck in playoffs and and all that. Yep. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, and your work trip? Yeah, I'd like to go ahead and talk about my uh, work trip to Boston. And it was an awesome experience. It was uh, really, really hard work. Um, I was over in Boston for five days. And um, the first two days were essentially like like 11-hour work days just to go ahead and make sure that the job was done. Um just to give a quick little brief, um, you know, just kind of explanation. Um, I told you guys last episode that I'm going to work because I am a uh, machinist. I am a corrugated machinist specifically, and that involves with box plants and all these, these in these box plants are these giant machines that just will go ahead and push these different corrugated boxes, boxes where you go, you know, uh, shipping boxes and all that, right? So these machines will go ahead and put folds, uh, cut slots. They will uh, print the whatever the logo design yeah, pretty uh, extensive stuff, but uh, we did an installation job over there, and uh, it was an awesome experience because, you know, we kicked ass. We, we, it was a two-and-a-half-day install job, and, uh, you know, myself and, uh, you know, my, my boss, uh, shout-out to Nate. Um, not Nate Plays Bad. Not, not uh, that Nate. We'll give a shout out to, to Nate Plays Bad uh, shortly, of course. Um, but this is my boss, Nate, over at work. And, uh, you know, he's an awesome dude. And uh, he really did, um, you know, he's the brains. And I was just trying to be as helpful as possible. Um, and I think I did my part. And two and a half day install. And so Nate was able to show me around Boston. So it was really, really cool. We uh, first went to uh, Gillette Stadium, which is where the, the New England Patriots play. And uh, then we went to to Fenway where the Boston Red Sox uh, starting early home huh, with the yawns yeah, huh? I know. as soon as I did that I was like <laughs> yeah, dang it uh -oh. um, we just had a nice big meal right. yeah we did we, uh, we had a dinner with family and stuff it was very cool but yeah and then so Fenway was awesome I know that uh, SB had recommended um, Fenway and uh, so we went to Fenway and then in, in Fenway is this bar they ha that they have called Bleacher Bar which is like literally like midfield and uh, it gives you the view over in midfield. It's crazy. It's it's so cool. That was really awesome. Uh, I got to go check out the uh, John F. Kennedy Museum, which was um, really really interesting. 
John F. Kennedy is a, a president where I was like in high school, very, very interested in, in his story. And obviously we're all aware of how his story ended, unfortunately. But uh, I think that's what made it so interesting, right? It's just the different kind of conspiracies that are now a part of this life and everything, well, you know, because of the unknown. And then, uh, you know, for me, I was just fascinated about it. And then I just went to uh, reading a bunch of different books about him as a president and all that and, and how he became a president. And anyway, so obviously when AJ likes something, he's interested in something. I'm an all in type person. Know every it's like Details juicing that, a fruit you know? and just squeezing <laughs> every bit of that dropout obviously because he is super interested in attack on titan and we are analyzing every yeah, single yeah. episode so you could just imagine how uh how into the whole i mean just like the concepts yeah, around the, john F. the person you know even just like yeah the person himself yeah uh, and, and uh so it was it was a treat to go ahead and, and be in boston and 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 check out this museum and and yeah that was exciting um you know checking out the city of uh, boston which is so crowded oh my gosh there's so many people there uh parking is a nightmare but the experience was very cool um my boss nate um it's crazy because when you're traveling through the city right and it's like the modern city which we would be like oh my gosh you know this is like the present right mm -hmm. and then you have this little lot which is this very old old looking graveyard where like historical figures like ben franklin are buried oh wow yeah yeah and uh there's other historical figures which aren't coming to mind uh, at the moment but it's literally like, like this really old looking graveyard where so like um, like a little dystopian yeah it's it's crazy like, because um safe for us it'd be like going to the backyard right uh -huh. and that plot of land is just there which is fenced off around this modern city uh -huh. Right, and then you have these really, really old-looking tombstones, yeah. the gravestones and stuff. Like that. It's kind of, you know, spooky-looking. Yeah. Right, but it looks so old, and you realize it's obviously like that these are people from like you know the 1700s and stuff yeah. like that. You know, which are, you know, which have been buried there and all that. It, it, it's crazy, and uh, the city is insane. Yeah, um, going to the the north end and, and getting some good uh, Italian food was was awesome. <laughs> the flight was uh, always enjoyed. This was food. crazy. You know, guy, I don't usually fly too often, so the flight there wasn't too bad, four hours, and then the flight back was like a six-hour one. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was an awesome trip. Um, so, yeah, Eddie, thank you so much for, for wishing us well, man. Mm -hmm. uh, again, we, appreciate we hope you. that you've been well. And thank you so much for joining us, man. It feels so good to be back. And, um, yeah, now that we did that little update, um, I think we should go ahead and get into the your choice question or the poll. Um, I'm actually going to do the Q&A first. All right, let's do it. So you're going to have to remind us all what the question was. Mm -hmm. And then we'll it's, see it's what, the, what the responses say. So we asked you guys, not last week, <laughs> two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Flagle has a glow up in terms of his confidence. Uh, if you remember from the part one review that AJ did uh, solo. Yeah, he's not quite there yet with his confidence. We know that that's a, he does have that glow up, mm -hmm. right? So, all right. So let's, let's see what we got. So the question is, which is your favorite AOT character glow up? Mm, interesting. I feel and like when you really analyze it, there's so many characters that we can really kind of focus on. Yeah, I was going to say, because you can like say glow up like physically. Yeah, they got more attractive. Or yeah. you can say glow up like like with Flagle here. It's like he became way more confident. Yeah, he became like, like personality a wise and like character development you know? wise. Like yeah. that's a glow up. Yeah, for sure. So I'm interested to see how uh, some of uh, our followers... Yeah, what like they have to took say. this, yeah. yeah. So first we have portraits by Ka, which is I believe Kyron's, yeah, yeah Kyron's uh, photography right, Kyron Instagram. 
Kyron says Armin turns into Big Daddy Armin in season four. Uh, <laughs> Which, yeah, he had like a crazy like growth spurt and he's just like a man in season yeah. four. Yeah, he's, definitely. He's, he got rid of that bowl cut. Yeah, the mop head. No yeah, more mop, mop head, head for sure. Yeah. We're going to talk about a completely different bowl cut in this episode, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, exactly. we have the no more mop head. Now he's got the more cleaner look. And yeah, he's yeah. Uh, definitely the, that glow up is very significant for sure. Mm-hmm. You and know. I guess there's a little bit of a confidence glow up too. Well, up until a certain point. Well, the thing with him is that uh, we've talked about it in this podcast before where that the weight on his shoulders, right? Of, oh my gosh, they chose me over Commander Irvin, mm-hmm. right? Am I going to ever Which live up to shoes. those shoes to fill, right? And all that. And, um, you know, it's, it's crazy when you have certain characters where they have to go ahead and essentially not live up to expectations, not kind of, I think the term, you know, fill in for those shoes or whatever type thing, yeah. right? Where it, I think Flagel, in a sense, also falls in that category because, you know, unfortunately, his father passed. Mm-hmm. You know, his, he died by the hands of Kenny Ackerman, right? And uh, we know that his father's legacy is the, you know, it's his company, yeah, right? I mean, you have Demo Reeves, the Reeves company, right? And obviously, yeah. it's a very big part of how the city itself, right? It's just that they flourish and stuff like that, right? Is, yeah. is because of, you know, It's like the he's company like the itself. next heir of the kingdom. Yeah, and so but you have Flagel just... who is so timid, right? He, he It's almost like he's he's way in over his head, mm. but he has these shoes to fill. And I feel like with the glow up, he goes and he does, becomes this leader, right? And, mm. and uh, you know, he becomes a voice that the people can really go ahead and kind of, you know, follow. And then uh, obviously this is uh, we're talking about Kyron's response, right? With, yes. with Daddy Armin, as Kyron or as yeah. Kyron refers to him. Yes. And Kyron here is joining us as well. So Ky- Kyron, what's up, my friend? Hello, Kyron. Kyron says, "Hola." We're just reviewing your what's answer up, man? to the Flagel. Hope uh, you're doing well. Welcome back. Question. And uh, oh, and Eddie says, "Crazy trip and eventful yeah, trip, AJ." It was crazy for sure. Very, very eventful, and it was awesome. A great experience, and uh, and yeah, Boston was really, really cool. Yeah. Kyron, yeah, I hope you've been well. Uh, Hope the TikTok's doing well too, my friend. Uh, I I know that uh, I think it was uh, I saw one of the TikToks you did recently. I don't know if it was the most recent one, but it was uh, with uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, <laughs> I like that one a lot too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could I couldn't help but go out there and really uh, appreciate but he's that. Been, it's a good he's job, been putting Kyron. in work in the yeah. in the TikTok. Yeah, Thank you so up, much. We appreciate it. Thing. I know Kyron sent us uh, an awesome uh, an awesome uh, thing on Instagram, right? Of um, of somebody reaching out and or you know Kyron spreading the the news of the of the podcast and uh and um I believe that person was excited to to go ahead and have a new source of AOT content. That's always content. so nice. Yeah. Like, that's so mm. So I know we've said before Everyone um, is welcome. that you know we appreciate you guys spreading the news but we really really do appreciate you guys you know just wanting to go out and, and spread the podcast because i mean it's just you guys are really going out of your way and we know that you guys are going out of your way to, to, to join us and all that and we're just so appreciative of you all so thank you so much but Cameron says yo tiktok is hard to go viral on yeah yeah, yeah it's it's weird it's both hard and easy all the stuff you put the most effort into never gets enough never gets a bunch of views but then mm. the stuff that's like you're just so easily just like did like ah, i'll just post it for fun it's those ones that just like blow up for some yeah, reason. Yeah, that's so like, weird. The ones that you never expect to blow up are the ones that blow up. Yeah, and it, yeah, the algorithm is weird. Yeah, the algorithm is, 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 is like weirder now because everyone is on TikTok now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I am pretty much away from the social media game. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is all just foreign to me. Yeah. You know, I have no idea. But, um, but yeah, all I can say is. Keep trying, Kyron. Yeah. Keep trying. <laughs> Don't let that stop you, yeah. Kyron. 
Um, the fun of the content is is what should drive you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I like that. Um, so speaking so, of uh, Eddie, all right, let's see what Eddie has to say. Actually, agreeing, uh, Eddie says he gives two answers. Okay. Because he couldn't fit everything he wanted to say in one. Okay, I love it. <laughs> so he starts off by saying, probably Flagels. He finds himself and stands for his father's legacy. Ooh. And most, this is the second part. And yeah. most importantly, he turned the tides on people's viewpoint on the scouts. Wow, that is huge and so, very important too. That's very, that, very good analysis, yeah. Eddie. I like this. And we know that in this point in the story, right, the, the scouts themselves are like the fugitives. Yeah, they are the criminals. They're the ones yeah, that criminals. are being... They're essentially they're wanted. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're they're all wanted, definitely. Yeah. So uh, when you have a character that's able to go ahead and change the narrative, which we've talked about, the government is the ones that they're trying so hard to change the narrative in favor of the direction that they specifically want things to go. When you have mm -hmm. a voice that is going against that government, by all means, like. The government. He's trying to go against the government, yeah, right? Yeah, that is very risky. It takes a yeah. lot of confidence to do that. Yeah, so when you have somebody who's able to go and actually successfully change the point of view, mm -hmm. it's such a huge thing, Yeah. right? Like, you're bringing essentially justice back to, you know, the reality that, you know, like, that they're all trying to live in, mm -hmm. right? And so, yeah, great point, Eddie, as always, man. You always bring some awesome uh, imp inputs and, and facts and everything and all that, but... Um, but yeah, I like it. And it's so like on theme, you know? Yeah. Like it's With like Flagle the way that it's perfectly yeah. I I just love the way that Eddie like explained it. It's it's Dang, Eddie, you should be a writer. <laughs> the way that you yeah. always seem to perfectly express your idea and like with the I mean obviously you have extensive research on Attack on Titan. You're like yeah. an Attack on Titan expert. Um, the, all of your answers are always just like stuff that like I at least I would never think of or stuff that like words that I would never like describe it as and then you always just describe it so well so thank you for all your responses Eddie yeah huge shout out um, next up again I don't I never know if I'm pronouncing this correctly is Rena Nell 9614 okay and they say just very simply Armin Armin okay so again, which we talked about Armin already uh, because of uh, Kyron's response, right? Yeah, and again about the serious glow up and everything. Or physically. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next one is uh, if I'm pronouncing this correctly, is Kyoto XXA. Okay. Um, and they say Jean. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, Jean is a character where I know that Eddie has gone out of his way to really speak on behalf of Jean, right? And it's one of the topics we talked about in recent uh, podcast episodes is uh, the decision, Hanji's decision to go ahead and pass on, right, the commandership, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, she did so to a character we were just referring to in terms of glow up, right? And this is a, mm -hmm. you know, pretty, like, significant glow up if yes. this character Armin is becoming the new commander, yeah. right? So As if the shoes to up. fill weren't big enough. Yeah, right? <laughs> Let's make them so bigger. I know that Eddie has talked about and I mean, he's tried to reason. I mean, his feet are bigger now. He's a colossal. He's a colossal, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Eddie has talked about how he feels like Jean was deserving also of being the commander. And, and mm -hmm. so, again, to the glow up here, we see a character in genre one. He doesn't even want to be a scout, right? He wants to be an MP. And then uh, something happens in his life where he wants to carry on and, and fight for not just, you know, the people that lost, but for almost essentially the future, right? Yeah. And um, so now he's being a scout. And then we see that sometimes being a scout isn't necessarily 
we know that's very, very difficult, right? You're going to find yourself in situations that are going to be very, very difficult to handle, let alone survive. And with John, he's going to be put in situations where if you hesitate, that could be the matter of life and death, right? Yeah. And thankfully for him, he has an awesome team around him, but he yes. hesitates. And so what does he do? I think we're actually going to see in this episode, as we cover, again, uh, trust part two, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to see that he is now trying to go above and beyond, so to speak. He's going to go ahead and try to prove his worth to Captain Levi. Basically like atone for his mistake. Yeah. And uh, and so again, John has definitely had that glow up where we see now that he is taking that sense of urgency. He's making it a point to not hesitate. He's trying to be that leader. He's trying to be you know, somebody that his team can rely on instead of being somebody where, hey, if I screw up, I don't want to be a reason why some of my close allies die. Yeah. Right? And uh, unfortunately, we're aware that there's certain certain circumstances that can be unavoidable, right? Um, mm-hmm. But John is definitely a character where you see him from where he started to where he's at now. Mm-hmm. And you're like, for me, I'm like, thank goodness this guy is not like that yes, character we see early exactly. on. Exactly. Because like, even when we were first going through like season one and everything, so hard we were to just even like, just oh my watch. gosh, like... John, you, he, I forgot how annoying he annoying. is. He almost had this kind of like, like spoiled, kind of entitled mentality and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? it was, he was just not likable yeah, at all. Yeah, and um, and then we're like, dang, like it's. I'm so happy he he had this whole character development. Yeah, he's had some serious character developments in terms of like the characters that we have, like thinking about the current Levi squad in in the story where we're at right now in season three. I mean. He has gone through a lot, not necessarily to the to the craziness that some of our other characters, like obviously Aaron and Mika, so we know that they've gone through some serious like oh, tragedies, yeah. right? Yeah, and even Armin too, as well. You know, when they were so much younger. But with John, it's like he's going through it now. Currently, he's going through all of that kind of uh, those moments that force you to look at certain things a different way. Yeah. Right? Whereas, again... I feel like for Armin and Mikasa and Aaron, they learn that especially so young. Levi, they're yeah. a little more desensitized to this because yeah. they've been through it. Yeah, they've, they've all... Been, they've exactly. All, they've all had to murder someone before. Yeah. They've all had to, you know, kill someone before. So, with Jean, it's a little bit of a new beast. Yeah. So... So he's experiencing it, and... Uh, and obviously all of them were like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, definitely. Keep up to par with us, but it's like also like understandably he hasn't gone through any of that yet. Yeah, so it's a little more jarring for him than for everyone else. And that's the thing; it's tough for characters like him and for characters like Connie as well because mm-hmm. they necessarily didn't really have that. Excuse me, that upbringing, right? Mm-hmm. We know that exactly. Sasha. I mean, she's a born hunter, so I mean, yeah, Sasha her instincts are keen. You know, she she's very in touch with the concept of death. Yeah, um, so that's something. But and again, with John, not used to it. He's learning now, but we see he's taking the steps to go ahead and learn from his, from his wrongdoings, from his, mm-hmm. his mistakes, right? Um, so it's like it's unspoiling him. Yeah, <laughs> like he used to be this spoiled little entitled little thing where he had a, a really obviously it seems like he had a much better upbringing than Definitely. everyone else in the squad because seems he's like never, he has, he's not that in touch with death and with tragedy like that as it as much as everyone else. Yeah. So when it's happening now, he's like, oh crap. This is what this is real, and this is what everyone else is going has gone through or is going through as well. I need to, like you, you just you could see how much even Marco's death like really affected him. And of course, oh, yeah, it's going to affect anyone, Especially but like that's like again, death. Is the conversation like that. that they had, yeah, right. 
where Marco is kind of like in a you know passive aggressive kind of way where he's telling him you know like this is why I think you'd make a good leader. Mm-hmm. It's not because you're necessarily relatable. It's not that, or, or, or he's saying because you're relatable. Yeah. It's yeah. not because you should be a great leader because of how strong you are, and yeah. you know how. No, it's, it's not because you're so much better than us. Yeah, it's because you're relatable yeah. to us. Yeah, definitely. Which has power in its own. Mm-hmm. Relatability. You don't have to be absolutely better than everyone to be a leader. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thank you so much for that, Kyo. XXA, Kyotaxa. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, next is from SB. Ooh, all right. And she says in show. all caps, Armin. Okay, we're seeing a like, <laughs> little, uh, you know, a There's trend here. There's definitely a yeah, a trend going on. All right. Uh, and lastly, there is a response from Sia with a bunch of A's and a bunch of H's. Okay. Uh, and she says Levi. He's, okay. And in parentheses, he's always been super hot. Okay. <laughs> so, up and, and so she so, likes that. Yeah. But we talk about, and we're going to obviously really, really get into like the story, right, in this season mm-hmm. about his upbringing. Yeah, right? his upbringing. Why he is the way he is, right? We talked about how in touch that, or in desensitized they are yeah. to death, and, especially uh, Levi. You know, we, we got a quick little glimpse of it where it's, it's like the, you know, they want to give us a quick little, um, a quick little tease, right, of what's to come. And we see that picture of a malnourished child, mm-hmm. right? And so I want to say with Levi, definitely huge glow up for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, from from when he was, yeah, this yeah. shriveled little, little thing. Um, he's, he's essentially the runt, which obviously that's what Ken refers to him as. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, and now he is this captain of this scout regime and, uh. A scout regiment, and uh, you know he is the Titan Slayer. Mm-hmm. So he's huge glow for sure. Sounds like Sia is Eddie's friend, which Ooh. is very, very cool. So shout out to you, Eddie. Shout out to Sia. Oh, uh, thank you, Eddie, for spreading the yeah. word on uh, about us. Yeah, we appreciate that. Awesome. We got a, we got a response from her. Oh, thank you, thank you. Love it. Love. Thank to see you it. guys all for your responses. It seems like Armin was the most popular vote. Yeah, definitely. Um, is there any character that for you maybe comes to mind where you're like, oh, I think that character, or their glow up for sure was was awesome to see, or is there anybody in mind? I think I'm still waiting to see how things like how things end up playing out to fully see some more character development because there's some mm-hmm. other characters in there like you know maybe even like newer characters. That we've Ooh. got, it, we've gotten in season four. That I'm, because right now we're, I feel like we're in the process right now of a uh, Anya Capone, yeah, kind of glow up, and okay. I'm really excited to see how that goes, and and hopefully it continues to go. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> it doesn't stop soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with everyone else, just in a in a general statement, just Armin. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's hard to not be biased because I've been on record to say that Armin is my favorite character yeah. of the anime, and uh, my heart wants to scream out Armin because of all the things we talked about, yeah. you know? Your conductor on the Armin um, train. But <laughs> it's hard to go ahead and think about certain other characters. Um, Jean's another great character to yes. go ahead and mention. Um, man. I'm trying to think here of, of who else I can go ahead and kind of mention that mm-hmm. maybe had a globe for the you know for the positive for the better of humanity because we've oh. seen as the story unfolds that there's a lot of people who are they're doing things out of just 
instinctual survival. Yeah. But, um, man, I just can't help but think about Armin, you know, because Armin's my guy. Yeah, for so sure. I have to stick to the, the trend here. Yeah. <laughs> Armin's your man. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Armin's pretty cool. Yeah, Armin is cool. Yeah, it's hard to think about other gloves because there's like, obviously there's other amazing characters, but a lot of the time we, they've been amazing from like the get-go. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, SB's joining us. Ooh, hello, What's up, SB? SB says Historia had a glow up too. That oh, is completely yeah. right. I don't know why. I feel like Historia has been out of the picture. I know. You know? I don't know why. But I didn't think of that. In terms of the story that we just talked about right over in season two and how that played out, I mean, Historia had a huge glow up. Oh, definitely. Oh, my right? gosh. Yeah. I don't even know how I... Yeah. Yeah. So uh, SB says Historia, she really grew into herself and her position as a queen. Yeah. And we talk about that confidence that Flagel goes and he... he he really now embodies, right? I mean, the same can be said for I mean, Historia. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, she's going to get to that point. You know, we're not there yet. Unfortunately, she's there with her. She's having a little family reunion at the moment, you know. But, um, but yeah, she definitely gets there, and it's a significant glow up. And her glow up is what changes the entire platform and the entire story, yeah. right? No, I think her and all glow it takes up might is be a touch. Yeah. Like a little kiss. I think that her glow up might be, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not thinking of anyone else, her her glow up might be like the most like 180, because she went from this like suicidal, <laughs> timid people. People, yeah, <laughs> they're they're yeah they're. Uh, why can't I think of the word? Okay, so that's Contagious. 180. That's 180. Yeah, because hers. Think, is you don't the think most you don't think Aaron's is? I wouldn't. Depends on if you want to call it a glow up. That is definitely development, but where are we developing? <laughs> She's developing into... But I would up. call Historia's a glow-up. Yeah. Definitely a positive 180 change. Oh. Aaron, I guess we, we just don't know yet. Aaron has changed for this, I don't know, for the sake of freedom. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, because I don't really know for sure if I'm really, uh, really agreeing with him. Uh -huh. Or if I'm just like a die-hard... Yeah, it's okay if Aaron does genocide. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if i agree with what he's doing man i just want things to be happy and then have fun together again yeah. eddie mentions connie and he also says amazing question mark amazing eddie, who's amazing i can't tell if that's like sarcastic connie mm -hmm. amazing or like actually uh, like connie he's, uh, he's amazing mentioning another character yeah um uh, yeah connie is a character where it's like i want to see a significant glow up from him Mm -hmm. Right? And obviously, he has grown up. He, he obviously, yeah, has been... Yeah, it is sarcastic. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Because um, even, like, from the point where it's, like, uh, when they were on the dock and having to... Him and Armin were having to fight their... Basically, their past allies. Yeah. And obviously, Armin was having so much trouble doing it. Yeah. That but come on. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have jumped at the opportunity to kill Daz? Yeah, I definitely would have, <laughs> especially after that. That like we like were sh totally shredding on him that whole yeah. episode where yeah. he had to get dragged by uh, Historia. By Historia, and then Ymir got him all the stuff. Yeah, and then Ymir. Yeah. Just let Sorry, him die. Dad. Leave him be. Let him freeze to death. But thank you guys for all your responses. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, before we go ahead and get to the poll results, I do want to mention something that, as you guys can see, I'm wearing a certain uh, shirt. I'm wearing uh, a Killua shirt. Um, and I want to say to my friend Kyren, who Kyren was, he's been on that Hunter Hunter train, right? So 
obviously going to Boston. I had a flight ahead of me, so I had a four-hour flight there, six-hour flight back. Mm. And I'm thinking, you know what? How can I go ahead and pass the time? You know what? I have there's One Piece, and I wanted to trust me. I wanted to download One Piece episodes, but the new episodes that were out for on on uh, that were dubbed weren't available to go ahead and download. So I'm like, man, what else can I watch? Okay, oh, I want to watch Chainsaw Man. I'm going to look, let me yeah. look. And then so I look and the dubbed episodes are not yet until April. I'm like, dang. All right. Where are what you else? watching them on? Um, well, the thing is that I, I need to download the episodes oh. to be able to go ahead and watch them on the flight. Yeah. Because um, Wi-Fi is, is, you know, you're yeah, not going to be able to stream. On a flight? You're yeah. not going to be able to stream. Uh, so I'm like, what else can I watch? Hmm, let's see. I'm like, man, you know what? <sighs> I guess I can go ahead and get back to start watching Hunter Hunter. And so what I did was I downloaded episodes and... I started again at, uh, I restarted the season where that's the Chimera Ants, right? Yeah. And I have to say that, uh, I know you guys have talked about in this podcast before, mm-hmm. where it's like, man, I stopped at the point where things are going to start yeah, really becoming really, really good. Start getting, yeah, it starts and getting real. things are getting good. good. Yes. What, what, do you it think literally got all to lying a point, to you? It literally got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm watching on the flight. I'm getting into it, right? And there's a moment where I have my AirPods on, the <laughs> flight itself is quiet, I'm watching on my laptop, and I literally go, no! <laughs> what? <laughs> and then, like, I have to remind myself, oh shoot, there's people around me. Yeah, I'm kind of probably but being loud. I mean, thankfully, what you know, moment maybe the airplane it was, noise will drown you out. But. The moment it was, and I don't want to get too, I'm not, I don't want to explain too much detail. Yeah. I just want to say this to you, Kyron. The moment was, and I'll say one name, and I'll say sad face. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah. And I literally was like, like, no. Yeah. And, uh, and I had a feeling that, that as you were watching, I mean, from the characters that I think that you were going to like, I yeah. think that you're really going to like Kite. Yeah. And for sure. I mean, again, you know, Kite is his character where he's a no nonsense type of person, but he also is there keeping an eye on Killua and Gon, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, he, he even does make a point to be like, look, I'm not here to protect you guys, you know, this and that, but we yeah. know that deep down he is protecting them, right? Yes. He's just trying to make it a point. <laughs> just, but then when I covering. saw what I saw, I was so heartbroken Right, and I have watched since, so I see what is happening here, and I don't like it. Right, I also don't like the fact that they're gonna go ahead and drop that freaking exclamation bomb on me, and then the next episodes we're gonna get are gonna be training arc. Yeah, no, I'm like, dude, yeah, exactly. And they keep saying that, you know what? Going like, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. And I'm like. Bro, go back. You gotta go back, right? Yeah. But then I, I will understand. say that the that this Chimera Ant arc is the longest arc. This yeah. arc is so much longer than any other arc I've really seen in any other anime. Yeah, and it's because it is older. It is slower, but it's definitely worth it in the end. But here's the thing, though, is that I didn't understand, or I, I, you know, I guess for me. Watching other anime and seeing how they go ahead and develop the story, right? Mm-hmm. And seeing how sometimes I don't want to say they go ahead and sugarcoat things, but they also don't go past the limits. They don't mm-hmm. go out there and kind of tiptoe on the lines. Whereas I feel like there's certain events that unfold here where literally they're like, this is the line. All right. I'm going to go and completely just like, I'm going to go and cross this r- line off. Rub it I'm going to go ahead like these, the chimera ants, right? These yeah. creatures that are becoming, they're literally becoming so powerful. They are doing like evil devastating yeah, like things. things it's not just like, like oh no they're, they're eating people ate my crops like, like no, no like, they're literally murdering that brother and sister moment i'm like mm. what the hell yeah. you know? 
insane. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I've I've been watching. You need to keep watching. I'm gonna keep watching for sure. Um, it's been a couple days since I've watched. I will admit, unfortunately, but I, I will get back into it because uh yeah, I mean, I just I have to. Uh, I was even texting you about a couple little gag moments stuff like that where yeah. I'm like, why the hell is a 22 year old asking? A 13-year-old going on a date. Yeah, to go on a know? date. I was like, I uh, don't know, man. And she's a very strange person as well. But, uh, I mean, but who's judging? Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Kyron, I want to go ahead and mention my friend that I have been watching Hunter Hunter. And, yes, you uh, um, yeah, you and Lex, you were right. It's Come pretty here, freaking it awesome. Gets, it even, it, and it only gets better, honestly. Yeah, well, I I'm excited. Really, There's really, one thing I noticed that when I was downloading. Like my favorite part of, like, Hunter Hunter as a whole is mm. probably, like, the ending ending. Like, the really? very last, last, like, battle and everything. Mm. Well, I'm at the point currently where the the Phantom Troop, right? Mm -hmm. They have returned and on all that. But your faves. And, stuff, <laughs> and, yeah, and... uh so it was cool seeing them again. But yeah, I have to continue watching. And uh, and wow, I just didn't expect certain things to play out the way they did. No, because um, like Eddie says I haven't seen Hunter Hunter. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Eddie. I don't want to get into too much spoiler stuff. You know, I'm really, really kind of picking and choosing my, my words yeah, here. Yeah, same. But <laughs> I feel like from what I have said, doesn't give away too much. Um, yeah. You know, There's it's still a whole lot to experience. Yeah. Especially because I feel like it's more jarring because I feel like Hunter Hunter is one of those animes that's like one one episode. It's just like more of like a happier kind of a filler maybe you know some 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 uh you know it's it's not as jarring and then you have the next episode where it's just like oh yeah this murder this yeah death, like this, wow that. and it's just they really like did, they really did that huh like you said there's not really sugarcoating yeah it's it's, like it's, this is what happened and this is how it is yeah <laughs> the, the, i think another good way of putting it like you're saying is just how unexpected it is mm -hmm. you know which makes it hit even harder. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah. What? I was not prepared for what I saw I on that flight. I wasn't expecting this. I was not prepared for what I saw on that flight. Yeah, I'm sure everyone, everyone kind of got that. I think where, people where were kind of looking. Were... They were looking too. I mean, because uh, I kind of like, oh, like, what is he watching? Um, but I did not care one bit. I hope that some people saw that you were watching Hunter Hunter, and some people know Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Like, oh, I doubt it. There's a lot. They got to that scene. A lot of old people on the flights. Yeah. But yeah, well, that's a quick little story time with AJ that I want to go ahead and mention. Story time with AJ, yeah. Uh, but now we have and a And you poll. do have to watch Chainsaw Man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's on my, my watch list for sure. It's on very long list. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's get to the poll results. All right. Let's see. So the poll that we asked you two weeks ago uh -huh. was uh, about us uh, all collectively playing matchmaker. Oh, that's right. For Hitch. For Hitch. So yeah. the question is, who is the best the match Texas for Chainsaw? Hitch? <laughs> yeah. So Hitch is an interesting character, too, because um, it seems like she is like somewhat playfully flirty. Mm -hmm. Right. Excuse me. But she just she goes all she, around. She like she doesn't take life seriously. At yeah. All. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, she also doesn't really have much drive and aspirations and motivation and stuff, right? But it seems like she likes to go on dates, at least from what we've heard from when, you know, further into the story when she's talking to Annie and her uh, her frozen state mm -hmm. where she where Annie has heard plenty of uh, Hitch's like, horror date stories, yeah. date stories, yeah, and all that. So it seems like she has a little bit of, I don't want to say trouble, but maybe she needs some help. So for us, why not go out and... Uh, and play matchmaker here, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm very, very curious. Oh, Eddie brings up a great question too. I'd love to go and talk about it um, at some point. But Eddie says, where is she during all of the whole rumbling events anyways? Yeah, it's a great yeah, point. Yeah, I was actually just thinking yeah. about that when you mentioned... We can go and speculate Annie. on that after we get to the results. I was like, wait. 
So um, we'll go ahead and we'll uh, bookmark that real quick. We'll get we'll, we'll go and we'll yeah. talk about we'll that. Put but, a pin in it. Um, so, uh, but let's get the results. So first of all, what are the choices? Who are we talking about? Who are some potential um, options here? So we have four contestants on this matchmaking on this Bachelorette edition. Yeah, on this Bachelorette of, of Hitch. Um, so let's see who's who's hitching up with Hitch. All right, Hitch getting hitched. Yeah. Um, so the first contestant first is first contestant is a goofy and outgoing cue ball, Connie. Connie. All right. So we got goofy and outgoing. I like and it. And then we have Jean, who is blunt and pragmatic. Okay. So yeah, he takes things very more serious. He's a little more rational and all that and stuff, right? He tries to be more to the mm-hmm. point a little bit, right? Yeah. And okay. then we have Marlo, who is logical and noble. Okay, we course. know that he obviously has a great heart, right? He wants to go ahead and do the right things. And yeah, he is very logical. Okay, yeah. very, very cool. And then we have Flock, who is honest and compassionate at this point. <laughs> Does it say compassionate? Yes. Okay, that's... A, okay. Is it a typo? Maybe for me, I think that might have been a typo. Because... Uh, Right here in my notes, I have Flock is honest and passionate. So Yes, it is passionate. Because we know that when Flock cares about something, he will go out of his way. Yes. To make sure that, you know. Yeah, compassionate may not be the best. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's not compassionate. That's a little typo. Um, but uh, but he's definitely passionate. But and he's passion also doesn't too, necessarily have to be inherently good. But we know he's also honest as well too, because he even goes out of his way. I'm thinking about the events of you know the choice between Armin and and you know Irvin, where like Flock is, he's literally like yeah, he's being honest. He's not, you know, reasoning one side or the other. You know, in terms of like oh my gosh, you know, like they want. Armin to go ahead and survive. Maybe I'll, I'll hear them out. No, he's like, look, he's trying to be honest with the reasons why Irvin is most deserving, you know. And of course, you know, he had mm-hmm. valid points. I mean, it's a of course. It was a, such a difficult difficult decision, decision for yeah. sure, you know. But um, but yeah. So let's say here, let's kind of forget about Flock and and how we saw him. More. His glow up, More <laughs> so to recently, speak, right? Yeah. Let's say that if we choose Flock as a character that is probably most deserving, or somebody that is compatible with Hitch, Hitch is going to go ahead and change the trajectory of his storyline for who knows the better. Hopefully, not worse. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, because so, maybe if he would have if would have gone yeah. with Hitch, then it would have. That's the he thing. Maybe wouldn't have been such a dill hole. Trying <laughs> to go ahead and think about all this from an impartial mindset right so i am very curious to see where certain results lay i think i know what the majority is going to be but uh but let's hear it out anyways so So in normal fashion starting from least voted to most voted okay we have at six percent okay flock flock yeah no shocker (laughs) there because flock's gonna be the least you know least percentage i think we all could agree that flock would probably be the choice that maybe is the least compatible yeah. with with hitch with hitch yes okay uh, and then at 12 percent is jean really yeah that's interesting yeah okay. i wasn't expecting him to be the second lowest okay. but and then we have 21 percent connie all right and then marlo at first with 60 percent okay yeah pretty uh, drastic difference in vote in uh 
votes. Yeah, I, I think too. I mean, we understand why the majority is what it is because of the connection that these characters have. We understand that we see early on that it's a kind of a back and forth mm-hmm. where they perceive that they don't like each other, right? Um, but something that we actually talked about in recent episodes um, is the kind of goofiness that. Oh, not goofiness. The playfulness that Hitch has where she's trying to like, like almost, I don't want to say belittle Marlo or she's kind of poking fun at him and she's like, you know, saying certain things like, you know, when they're in the forest together, like, like, oh, did you try to go ahead and set this up? Whatever, blah, 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 right? And stuff. And uh, again, it's a playfulness that she has, right? And, um, you know, she also tries to go out of her way to, to almost show her disinterest like just show that she's disinterested yeah in marlo but then you have moments where it's like when marlo is like telling hitch that like no disrespect but you're not the first choice either yeah. where she seems like she actually gets really hurt by it yeah so she obviously like cares. She wants to be wanted right <laughs> and again we know that the story plays out a certain way and uh there is that kind of you know it's implied mm-hmm. right and I think even moments before Marlowe's death, he sees Hitch. Yeah. Right? Um, so understand, we all understand why Marlowe was the the majority, right? Yes. Yeah. But do we think really that Marlowe is the best contestant for Hitch? Let's mm-hmm. think about this more rational here, not just from what the story tells us, mm-hmm. right? So we have these characters, these four characters, right? So with Connie being the second right with what do you get like 20 something percent 21 21 percent okay again connie's a very goofy character yeah, I, right? say, I think that they have that relatability yeah which can make them uh compatible? more compatible but also i feel like when you have two people that are too similar yeah so there's something about that that cannot go right okay whereas with jean i feel like they could have a good balance yeah between like his bluntness and his pragmaticness and her playfulness and her out you know how she's more uh extroverted and everything so i feel like there could be a good balance that way flock i have no argument (laughs) i don't really have one flock is a tough cookie to go and sell for sure um but again uh so i would love to hear from our friends who are joining us uh here in, in chat how did you guys vote and what is your reasoning? I would love to yeah. go ahead and hear from okay. you why you think that, you know, Hitch is more compatible with this character. Um, yeah, I would love to go and find that out. And let's try to argue for Flock here, okay? <laughs> so where we're at currently, Flock is essentially a character we are not aware of at the moment, mm-hmm. right? But when we first see Flock, Flock is a very kind of timid scared person right yeah now huh what argument can we give for flock it's kind of hard to say isn't it Mm, he is passionate so if he likes hitch he will be passionate about her and treat her nice well that's the thing is i I think with flock i mean if he cared about her of course then he would really go out of his way to to uh be there for her yeah, <laughs> it's I, like, I guess bro I flock you're making it difficult man yeah. I don't know it's just like he's just not boyfriend material he just doesn't he really doesn't seem it 
No. You know, he uh, he seems like he's passionate about his causes and all that, right? Yes. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where I, he, he can't be... with anyone if they weren't just as passionate about the cause. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, that's tough to say. So, I guess maybe it is understandable why Flock is the 6%. least <laughs> voted. But I would love to hear why some of those people voted for Flock. That would be so interesting to go ahead and, and find out. I know. Um, but Eddie says that he believes he chose John. And right, SP. and SB says that she voted for Jean. Uh-huh. Um, but if you can both explain, I'd love to hear that because, um, like, Jean is a character that I was thinking about too, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think that in some ways he's a little bit similar to Marlo, more so than obviously Flock and Connie. We know that. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that that is true, right? Um, but it's going to be hard to kind of argue why Jean is most compatible when we get to the story, right, that we're going to talk about because, you know, it, they kind of have their first meeting. Um, but yeah, so there is a somewhat similar characteristics between Marlo yeah. and John. I think that, again, that's just uh, coming from like more logical standpoints, right? Yeah. Um, and also, too, is that I, I, I want to believe that John is noble as well. Yeah. Right? Same. He's coming from a good place, right? We know that he is doing what he's doing because he's looking out for humanity, which is why he hesitated, right? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Which is why he couldn't go out of his way to kill humans because yeah. he's trying to go ahead and 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 fight for for humanity, right? Yeah. He's trying to um, rationalize it by his own morality. Yeah, I like it's it. It's very hard. SP, she says, as John seems like a more mature Marlowe. Yeah. I like that. Okay, yeah. yes. It does make yes. a lot of sense, right? We see Marlowe, he's currently in a place where he is somewhat in over his head because he's trying to make these uh, impacts. He's trying to, you know, change things for the better and... Uh, it's just one of those things where like he needs to understand where he's at currently and he has to go through certain he has to live live out certain things to to kind of get the respect whereas john he has lived those things right yes john has kind of earned the respect from his peers we understand like a more experienced yeah Marlo. it's like we talked about how was john you know how much he's changed right from the q a and the question and the responses that we got right where john essentially he has become like battle hardened right Whereas before he was so kind of naive with really what's happening. Um, he has seen it. He has experienced it. He understands it. And now he is trying to do what he can to prevent it from happening again, right? Marlo wants to prevent those things from happening, but he hasn't seen it. He hasn't experienced it, mm-hmm. right? And I would love to see Marlo experience it and grow from it. He's a character where, like, I think about it in my mind. If we saw him survive and carry out, he would be a great ally. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Um, there's certain characters where... You think about them, right? If they would have survived, how would they have kind of grown? How would they have really supported the cause? Would have seen right? their glow up. Exactly. How would they and have glowed I wanna, up? How I want to believe starting with his hair, he would change yes, his hair. I think his hair right? would have changed. I think that would. I think it's safe to say that he would change his hairstyle. I think him and Armin would have had the same idea. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's definitely. Time to get rid of this hair. Yeah. Um, but I would love to have seen how Marlo would have really grown into how he wanted to be as a person what i mean by that is that he obviously wants to become this leader he had aspirations of becoming the military police commander right yeah. he also um, had very high morality yeah like he was very much passionate about that yeah and uh i would have loved to have seen this how how 
like what leader he would have be- became because there's no doubt in my mind that he would have become some sort of leading character right um and i like to ask you also yeah, chimed in saying that i think hitch would have kind of softened him up him up a bit talking about jean so yeah i agree i think i think as well too i i like that um and uh sp also says i would have loved to have seen marlo's character development and how he fits in to the scouts yes definitely uh yeah. because we see and we're going to talk about in this episode um that he is again he is a noble character he understands kind of like once he gets the full kind of information of of how of certain events right he will kind of i want to say maybe correct his wrongs mm-hmm. right and i'm trying to give away too much because i want us to talk about the story but um but he is a character where if he's understands the cause is gonna go ahead and and be for the better of humanity right then he is gonna be essentially all in right again he's got to grow into those big shoes that he wants to fill but there's no doubt in my mind that he would have been a character that he's going to grow and learn and and again uh just develop into a strong ally yeah um so that would have been really cool definitely would have had the loyalty yeah and again if we're going based off of the results, right, and how we see that again, Hitch chooses Marlo as her compatible, as her, you know, partner, right? How that would have also affected Hitch's character going forward because yes, exactly. Hitch is going through this kind of moment where you could tell she's she's not really content and happy with her life. She's there is this void in her life and she's just going through the motions. We see that she's not the necessarily outgoing, goofy character that we've seen where we're currently at right now mm-hmm. right um it's upon losing marlo it's like she's essentially now lost and and she it sounds like she's tried to fill the void maybe you know um that that partnership that relationship that friendship that what could have been you know uh, a serious relationship right mm-hmm. she tries to fill the voids by maybe going on these dates and everything right and this is going based off i don't uh, you know obviously we don't know too much about Hitch's character. Yes. It's just from what we kind of Especially see. Especially during like season four yeah. and everything. And, uh, you know, just, just to to think about how Hitch's character also would have changed. Would have been, uh, it, again, I think that it would have been so cool to see these two characters um, grow closer and stronger together. And again, you know, just become strong allies for the scouts. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and yeah. So, I think that the votes fell in uh, the right order, I want to say. The one that did surprise me was Connie being the second most voted. Yeah. I would have probably switched Jean, Jean yeah. with that. But, I mean... But not surprised that Marlo was a very heavy, heavily voted. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It just makes sense. I mean, they know each other the best out of all the other ones. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, it does. It, you know, it victim of circumstance. Sense, you know... <laughs> Um, but here's the thing now. Would Jean, would Connie, now we understand the, the, the hypothetical poll we have here is that, I mean, they're contestants, right? Which, mean, which would, would give the you know idea that they're interested in Hitch. But I want to ask, do you think that they would be interested in a character like Hitch? Um, I think that Connie would be too naive. Mm-hmm. to think about relationships 
I think he would just be like, yeah, she's cool. She has, we have fun. And that's as far as I think he would think about it. Okay. I don't think he would think much about it. And Jean, I think that he would initially think that Hitch is just making playful passes at him. Mm. And maybe he would think twice if her hair was black. I was going to say, <laughs> I think that it's one of those things where, again, this kind of falls to the same category about, you know, that connection that Marlo has with Hitch, right? Yes. It's the same thing, too. I'm like, I think that Jean only has one specific girl in mind, and that yes. girl is Mikasa. <laughs> and I think with Connie, too, is that I think with Connie and his kind of connection with Sasha, it's one of those things where it's like, had things played out a certain way, you know, and to say, mm. like you mentioned with Connie, how he kind of like doesn't even really think about it in that sense, right? Yeah. In terms of like, oh my gosh, like, because you can make that argument and all for, because right? I feel like he would have an almost similar relationship with Hitch as he does with Sasha. Mm -hmm. And you see the way him and Sasha act together. They get along really well. Yeah. They're really great friends. They both, like they both are goofy. Stuff, you know? And yeah, they're both goofy, outgoing, but they're also skilled and they yeah. are for the same cause. You know, they have these similar interests, but still, they both are, they're just. They're, they're friends. There's nothing relationship. There's no, like, relationship chemistry there or anything. Yeah. So you just, don't think somehow in the back of his mind, maybe, that with, he has a crush on Sasha? No, honestly, I don't, think he, I don't think he thinks that deep. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't put too much <laughs> thought into it? Yeah, I don't think he'll put that much, too much thought in. But I think that he would put the thought in for Hitch because Hitch is the kind of person to, to flirt. She is a flirty person. Okay. So, so it would like force Connie, Connie is a to character think. to go out and initiate the flirting back. I think he wouldn't get it at first. Yeah, I think that it would go over his head for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I, that Jean honestly is a character that would go out and flirt back. Yes. You know? Yeah, I think he would play around with it. Yeah. Maybe. He would um, think that, like, oh, I'm so cool. This girl wants me. Yeah, definitely. Like, all right. Um, but Connie. But I want Mikasa. <laughs> I think for me is that I think again I, in terms of like the the connections that we see in the story that uh, Connie and Sasha is an easy ship right mm -hmm. but I do like the idea that you mentioned where it's like for them it doesn't even go that deep it's just they are a team they work together mm -hmm. as a you know collective unit and being like scouts and everything right and then they have this close friendship and bond right um, and and it's the not fact really that it doesn't even go that insinuated that, more yeah. than that. It's just that's what it is. And yeah, I like that. Okay, very, it very doesn't cool. need to be any deeper than that. Yeah, I really like their friendship. I really value it. I also really like that. Like, there's really popular media that shows that guys and girls can be friends without there being any like well insinuating that there's going to be yeah exactly yeah, or anything insinuated exactly. Mm -hmm. I like it. SP agrees as well. She says spot on. I like it so much. Thank you, SB. All right. Thank you guys for all of your. Thank you so much for the guys feedback, response. guys. We you appreciate guys it. Check for this coming weeks. It's at Attack the Talk podcast on Instagram. Yep. We post them on our Instagram stories. So go ahead and check that out. We usually do. We post them on Fridays. So go ahead and and check that out. Check it out, guys. We, we appreciate you your guys' input. results. We love uh, hearing you guys' uh all your mindsets on why you voted the way you did. So much to understand and learn. Me and AJ don't really think the way you guys do. No, no, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think in a lot of ways I am like Connie, where I don't put necessarily a whole lot of thought in certain things. And so when we have you know SB, Kyron, Eddie, anybody else who joins us, and they go out there and they chime on it, and I'm like, whoa, this thing does stem a lot deeper, or there is more, mm -hmm. you know, you know, meat on the bone here. There is more information and all that. Exactly. So um, yeah, it's awesome. Um, I love talking, having you guys here. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, alrighty. So, uh, sorry, Flock, there is no help in you. Mm -mm. You're just going to be Flock alone. Flock just isn't boyfriend material. Yeah, he's not. Um, 
So let's go and we'll do a very quick recap because it's been so long since we've all been together, guys. What yes. the heck did we even talk about two weeks ago? No, two weeks ago we um we talked about um Flagel. It was a big Flagel episode, right? But early on, yes. the start of this episode was we saw Hitch and Marlo, and they both are kind of on the hunt for scouts, right? They're in this forest. We talked about like why the hell are these these two they sent the rookies, rookies out yeah. in the, the forest? Um but it's probably due to the laziness of the MPs, right? Mm -hmm. Just like, oh, just send them out in the forest. Yeah, whatever. Just Totally unknowing that they that's die, where they they're hiding. Um, yeah. Uh, Kyron, thank you so much. We love you being here too, man. We love just being here yeah, together as a, as a community all and all that. It's, it's a lot of fun. And uh, that's why I've missed you guys so much. Um, that's probably why it feels so long. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Guys, the thing is that it felt so long. Because, I don't know what you guys did this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... So we saw that early on in that in the episode we talked about two weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then what happens? Marlo and Hitch, they go out there and they hear noise. They hear water. They hear somebody. And then they go to this river and they see somebody, a hooded figure that is trying to go out there and, you know, get water over in these like um, like buckets. Mm -hmm. And that person end up being Armin. Yes. And what happens? That was a scout trap. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so we're going to see what happens there. Uh, they have captured uh, Marlo and Hitch. Uh, so we'll see what happens. It was probably Armin's idea, too. And he was just like, I'll, I'll be bait, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's my idea, so let me have the easiest job. Yeah. I mean, again, when you have characters like Levi and Mikasa hiding in the yeah. trees, dropping down from above, and, yeah. and you know. Like, you guys are much better at acting than being decoys. Yeah. So I'll be the decoy, yeah. and you guys get them. Yeah. So we're going to see how those events unfolded. And speaking of dropping down from above to go ahead and save a person, so, um, Hanji was a character that we see Flagel is literally, he's on the run from these MPs because the MPs know that Flagel knows the truth. But guess what? Hanji sees that this guy's running for his life mm -hmm. because he must know what really happens. Yes. And so when Flagel gets stuck over in this freaking dead end alley and he has nowhere he to go. He runs into a dead end. From above, coming down like Batman, like yeah. some sort of superhero is Hanji. Vengeance. Hanji comes down, she goes out there and she scoops up uh, she, she scoops up Flagel, yeah. right? And uh, she takes him over to the rooftop and uh, saves him. But guess what? Here is the uh, the reason why she saved you. is because she knows that you are aware of the truth. And guess what? We need to speak the truth in public. Yeah. And Hanji loves the truth. Yeah. And Flagel is so. like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like. Hey, I was just trying to hide. If and the run government away. says that you did something. Then there's no changing yeah, it that. It doesn't matter if you're if you're innocent. They yeah. they have already made up their mind that you have you are guilty. And so Flagel has already convinced himself that he is gonna go ahead and be on the run for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. Right? That's the only way that he can survive. But Hanji does not see it that way. As a matter of fact, she tries to go ahead and instill in him that look, man, you need to go ahead and man up. You need to do this for your family. You need to and then what's Flagel's like, like, screw that. You just want me to do that because it benefits you guys, yeah. right? Like, what? What am I? I mean, he's I got a point. He's got a point that I mean, obviously, the truth that the MPs are involved in all this collusion and the and the government is involved, right? That is going to help the scouts. I mean, yeah, Flagel's got a point, but Hanji has a point as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like what life is that? Didn't she even call him like a like a like a scurrying rat or something him? like that? Yeah, I was gonna say, doesn't she compare him to like an alley animal or something? Yeah, like that? and and so um, you know what? They were going back and forth. They were causing a little bit of commotion. So they had to go ahead and continue on hiding. And uh, hopefully Hanji is able to go out there and uh, convince Flagel. I think she will because we are aware. We talked about the glow up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's some quick recap. 
And so now we're going to go ahead and continue on with this episode. Again, this is season three, episode four, guys. This is Trust. This will be part two of our episode breakdown and discussion. And are we ready? I just realized that we're already an hour in. I know, I know. So I'm like, well, let's do <laughs> right, this. Right, when you were like, we're done with our recap. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're starting now. And I was like, expected to be We're already an hour in. No, we're already an hour in. No, we are an hour in. So let's do this. And, uh, All right, guys. So, yeah. Sorry, it's been a while. There's a lot of catching up. Uh, so are we ready for this? Let's do it, guys. I'll ever be. Let's go. So we resume the episode as we see the fugitive Levi and his criminal team. And they're stripping down Marlo and Hitch of their military police uniform and their ODM gear, right? We see Levi and he's, he appears to be putting a plan together in his mind. As Levi, he tells himself, get past the checkpoint disguised as MPs. Then snoop around until we find out where Aaron is. It's a shit plan, but it's all we have. There's no time. If we don't act now, we're finished. But then we see Mikasa and Armin. They're tying up Marlo and Hitch as Connie and Sasha are hidden in the forest keeping watch. Jean then approaches Levi as again Levi is deep in thought. And then Jean hands Levi what appears to be Marlo and Hitch's MP identification forms. Now Levi now approaches Marlon Hitch, and we see Levi, of course, has his blade in hand. And I think now Levi is going into like his interrogation mode a little yeah. bit, right? And we see as Levi approaches Marlon Hitch, he tells them, "Now then, you're still has military police, Private Marlo Frudenberg." And then we see a nervous Marlo, and what's going through his mind? Well, he's thinking to himself, Captain Levi, it's really him. You have to think that Levi's like this myth, this legend. Yeah, he literally is <laughs> this legend, right? And uh, and to have that legend in front of you, right? Like Interrogating you? you. Yeah. Uh-oh. And then we hear Levi continuing. Same assignment. Private Hitch Drace. We'll need to dispose of you. And of course, hearing that, Marlo and Hitch both gasp as we see they, they tense up. But then Hitch, she suddenly blurts out. Because of what you did, Stohez was a graveyard. Over a hundred people were killed. And we see that this doesn't really uh, affect Levi. Yeah, Levi's a little decent. Levi seems very unamused by Hitch's words. But then Marlo tries to calm Hitch down. But she continues. You bastards. I bet you all think you're some kind of... Okay, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's just been a while, guys. Calm down. Uh, anyways, going back. Uh, you bastards. I bet you all think you're some kind of heroes of justice, but you're not. You dropped dozens of innocent families straight into hell on that mission of yours. Mm-hmm. Then Levi calmly responds as he looks Hitch dead in her eyes. Yeah, we did. And now we see Grinch. Oh, Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> now we see Hitch. We see the Grinch. We see the Grinch. No. Um, Hitch says, you're the, the, no. No, <laughs> um, no that's what Marlo's thinking about Levi right yeah, now. Marlo literally. The, the, you're the, the, you're cap, 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 <laughs> Captain uh, uh, Levi. Uh, yeah. Um, the Grinch. Goodness gracious. Yeah, we're rusty for sure. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. Oh crazy what two weeks will do. Bear with us, guys. It's been a while. Wow. But anyway, so Levi says, yeah, we did. And we see now Hitch is growing frustrated. She then turns to one of Levi's team members. Hey, you. You're from the Southern Cadet Corps, right? So you trained with Annie Lanhart? 
Were you a friend of hers? And we see Jean, he gasps as he overhears. No, she wouldn't have made friends there either. Way too gloomy and unapproachable for that. She was just afraid of people, like a scared little kid. Now I'll never get a chance to learn anything about her. She's officially listed as missing. You know why? She turns now to look Levi dead in his eyes now. It's because one of your titans turned her into an ugly red stain on the street. Levi, still staring at Hitch, explains. Actually, no. It's because the titan we captured was Annie Leonhardt herself. And then both Marlowe and Hitch are, of course, stunned upon hearing this news. Levi continues. God damn it. It makes me sick. Nobody knows a thing about this world. Not us or anyone else. Except for the bastards at the center of it all. And we see Jean, Armin, and Mikasa all just showing just the weight of the truth on their faces. Levi says, We're letting you go. But we need to give ourselves a head start on you. Then Marlon and Hitch are both still just, of course, trying to process the news as a stunned Hitch whispers to herself. Annie? But then Marlo suddenly calls out, Hey, Captain Levi, please let me join in your cause. I believe the military police are in the wrong here. If there's any way that I can fight this world's injustice, then that's what I want to do. Then Levi tells Marlo, easy, calm down. But Marlo continues his passionate plea. I swear, I won't let you down, sir. But Levi stops him. No, I have no way of telling if you have enough resolve to make, to make an enemy of the state. Let's go. Take them deeper into the woods and tie them up, Sasha. And we see Sasha leaving her post to head straight for Marlo and Hitch. But we see as Levi is leaving, Jean stops him. Hey, Captain, would you let me do it instead? And then Levi turns to look at Jean as he sees Jean's serious and adamant expression. And Levi tells Jean, knock yourself out. All right. So first off here, obviously the big news here is that Marlo and Hitch have been told the truth about Annie. Yes. And obviously they didn't know much of Annie anyways because Annie, she's such a mysterious character, yeah. right? For whatever reason, Hitch had this idea that she can get to know Annie, maybe even be friends with Annie, right? Yeah, she just wanted to crack her shell right open. But I think she even stopped herself. She goes like, like when she's kind of referring to them as friends of Annie, mm -hmm. she goes, no, you guys aren't friends. Yeah. She's way too... Like, new like nonchalant. She's, she refers to Annie as a scared little kid, which is very yeah. interesting, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't obviously know. Obviously, she has no idea. I mean, it's kind of jarring as the audience yeah. to hear that, oh, people are just now finding out about Annie. Like, well, we forgot. People yeah. aren't in the know. Yep. Like, the military police, like, they just don't know what's going on. They have no idea that, dang, yeah, like their own peer was a... Was a titan that caused Yeah, because it certainly seems obviously that in Hitch's mind, the only result, the only rational reasoning as to why Annie is missing is because she's dead. Mm -hmm. Right? Because, I mean, you got to think that there were so many people that went missing 
upon those events because of all the death that happened, right? It literally yeah. in Stohes. Yes. Um, but can you imagine somebody who thought had become a casualty of war mm -hmm. end up being a reason why that war is happening in the first yes. place? They are that other titan. Yeah, like, that has to be so... I mean, you could tell how jarring it is on their faces. Yeah. And obviously we saw how jarring it was for everyone else involved when we were, you know, reviewing that that female Titan arc. Like, that was, you know, you had people in disbelief after seeing her transform straight in front of them. Like, Aaron. Like Aaron, yeah. It took Aaron a bit to actually, yeah. like, transform to fight. And then, of course, like, Armin, he just... He's just very logical and very observant. Was he wants a reason. Together. He wants to try to avoid conflict. He wants to avoid yeah. death and fighting, right? Like he's not he's not avoiding the fact that she is the is the female Titan. Yeah. It's the fact that he was trying to rationalize it in a way that appeases his morality for yeah. her. And then you have Mikasa that's just like, I'm going to kill this bitch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but we also see in this moment here that we just talked about where this moment, this topic of Annie is still a touchy subject to talk mm -hmm. about because when when Levi tells the truth to Hitch and to Marlo, we see that like it's still difficult for Jean and for for, you know, who all kind of gasps here. I got to go and remember. I think he might have even mentioned. Um, no, 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 it wasn't Mikasa. I know that, because isn't Jean oh, it was just Jean. Jean was the one. In and Jean was the gasped. one who who kind of gasped upon hearing this news, right, and stuff. And because uh, I think it was Jean too. It's a you know, it's he's going. He's he's. We talked about dealing with the realizations of the realities of this world, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, somebody who you believe is your ally. And again, this is I'm sure it's the same uh, touchy subject with Ryan and Berthold, right? Yeah, of course. Um, but it's something that's still difficult for him. Uh, but then a moment here too, where Levi is talking about how like nobody understands, right? Mm -hmm. And how I think with with Levi too, it's just the fact where it's like maybe the stress of just them being fugitives now. But um, he's talking about how it's like that it makes him sick. Nobody knows a thing about this world. He he doesn't you know include himself. Where he says not us or anyone else, mm -hmm. but he says except for those bastards at the center of it all, right? Yeah, and I think now when it says that we see Jean, Armin, and Mikasa, right, just carrying the weight of everything, right, it's just they're kind of like, man, you know, they're, I mean, they are experiencing what Levi is referring to, yes, right, exactly, which like is they've been through. I mean, we've it's no, it's not really up for debate knowing that they've been through so much, yeah, and in such a short amount of time too, because like again, Annie is a touchy subject, and that feels like so long ago, but it's because these major life events are happening so quick yeah and uh i think even too it's just the fact that we're talking about like this the government right this the governmental arc here right where um they're trying to go ahead and, and, and again we talked about just the narrative that they are trying to to create and that's the scouts that are being the ones that are you know they're fugitives as we mentioned before but let's not forget that this isn't too long you know after the events of Levi and his team have to survive from Kenny and his his crew, yeah. right? Which are obviously very skilled and trained uh, human killers that are wearing this new ODM gear. And that's another moment that we should kind of uh, recap a little bit is where um, even the commander of the MPs, right, Niall Doc, mm -hmm. he starts now thinking logically about this new ODM gear that has been, you know, that has been, I don't want to say agreed upon, because 
excuse me, he says that this is stuff too that was hidden from the MPs, yeah. right? He's He thinks about the weapons that they have and these are weapons that wouldn't kill Titans but they are perfect for killing humans, right? Yeah. So even in the back of his mind, he is thinking of stuff like, man, like, things don't sit well. Things aren't really yeah. right here, right? And then, you know, so he's, he's beginning to think logically about it. Um, so, pieces together, of course. But, you know, we see that the weight that, you know, kind of like this other, this crazy, you know, just burden that these characters like Jean, Armin, and, and Mikasa are, are, are carrying with them is that they are trying to do everything they can to survive all of these crazy events, right? They're trying to survive from these MPs, right? And uh, it's got to be just so exhausting, right? Literally just trying to survive each and every hour, let alone, you know, day, yeah. right? Always constantly looking over your back and stuff, right? And uh, thankfully, they have a good team around them that can they can, you know, kind of carry each other and help each other right protect each other yeah but uh but you could tell it's it's to the point where like they're exhausted um but then you have a character as crazy as marlo to want to volunteer himself to go out there and be a part of this cause and we talked about how noble he is right yeah and uh he's so passionate that like literally a couple seconds ago he was like crapping his pants that can't yeah. believe i was interrogating him yeah but now he has the courage and the nobility like such passion for his cause to like speak up to levi yeah be like let me join your cause yeah exactly and uh it just shows about, like how passionate he is talking about with nile doc thinking logically about you know this new weaponry the the you know the new odm gear right and how that concerns him the same thing with with marlo where he started thinking logically about why the scouts are the ones being hunted why are they the ones being arrested where mm -hmm. he is fully aware that they are the ones that risk their lives for humanity yeah so what's going on here and you could tell in the back of his mind with marlo is that he doesn't He's not necessarily blindly following this narrative, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, uh, he is like, yes, following, he's following orders. orders, but you know that he's still being very observant, putting the, the things together. You know that he's not completely 100% like faithful. He doesn't think that all these things are like inherently good. Yeah. So he wants to join the scouts, but he's got free will. <laughs> but you have, you know, Lee Levi, he words aren't enough at this point. I mean, obviously. Mm -hmm. They like you can't go out there and completely trust the person to be your ally just mm -hmm. based off of their passion. Like one thing that Levi says is that um, he's like, uh, I have no way of telling if you have enough resolve to make an enemy of the state. Right. Which yeah. is so true because it's not it's like it's not as easy and simple as like, oh, you want to be a scout? All right. OK, cool. Welcome. Yeah, it's no. literally it's. Yeah. Are you prepared to You're literally going against the government? As we talked about, these scouts are trying to survive every minute of this day yes right is that something that marlo wants to be a part of do you think that you can go out and carry the same weight that these other characters are carrying like there's no way of me knowing i can't trust you so hey just be appreciative that i'm not killing you yes that i'm just taking you into the forest giving us time to to escape right but now let's turn to john we talked about John and that character development, right? And how what he experienced and him freezing in the moment, right? He's trying to go out there and, and, and show and prove to Captain Levi that he's not that same person. Mm -hmm. He wants to go out there and be about action now, right? And so it seems like Levi trusts Sasha more because he goes out there and gives the order to Sasha to pretty much walk him over, drop him off, and then go and find us, right? Yeah. Which I think I would trust Sasha too because of her natural hunting skills and yeah. instincts right yeah. she's gonna be able to go out there and not get lost yeah right but jean 
adamantly and passionately tells Captain Levi, like, he asks him, would you let me do it? Right? And I think I like what Levi says because it's kind of <laughs> like a foreshadowing thing where Levi tells John, knock yourself knock out. Knock yourself out. And <laughs> we'll understand very shortly why this is somewhat of a foreshadowing moment. Um, but but yeah. we could see that John's trying to atone for... He he wants to be he wants to be useful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, enough with the odds! Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, felt that. Alrighty. Um, anything else to touch on what we just talked about here? I think we covered the important moments of it. Uh, but again, it's such an important moment that Marlowe and Hitch have been given the truth, mm-hmm. right? And again, this is something that they don't necessarily have to believe. They can just be like, you guys are full of shit. Like, you guys are just saying this, you know? There's no way, Yeah. right? They can, you know, rightfully so, try to go out there and, and believe that the scouts were telling them lies. But it seems like, again, maybe it's the logical thinking behind it all, right? That they didn't take much to convince them. They believe that that Annie was this titan, you know? And it could, it, it could just come down to what they experienced about Annie and her being so distant and all that and not wanting to make friends and being so mysterious and all that right but um yeah I mean it's gotta be difficult news to to hear you know when one of your and it's kind of like similar to the the scouts when you find out that who you believe is an ally really is like traitor you know so it's like wow yeah you know so it's kind of like man that's something that they kind of Marlo and Hitch just experiences that same feeling that the scouts were, were feeling about Rhina and Bertold and Annie. So let's continue on with the, the story here. So now we see Jean and he's leading Marlo and Hitch deeper into the forest. We see that Jean has both their hands tied up together on the same rope and he's using the rope like a leash just to keep both Marlo and Hitch in front of him. Jean, he also has his combat knife out just in case that they try anything. Jean leads them to what looks like a dead end, and we see that there's like kind of like reached like a, a stone mountain. But Marlowe tells Jean, "All right, we'll forget everything we saw here." But then suddenly, we see this look on Jean's face. We see an unhinged look. We see like this kind of like psychopathic type of look, and Jean tells Marlowe. I know you will, because both of you are about to die, right? Okay. Okay. And then we see now, Jean, he points his knife at Marlo and Hitch as Marlo pleads, no, he said to let us go. But then Jean tells Marlo, <laughs> I don't know why he says this, but yeah, I don't either. talk about making an example of somebody. But Jean points his knife and he tells Marlo, the captain might be a big softy, but I'm not. I'm ready to do what needs to be done. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. But then Marlo... Yes, Levi's known for being a softie. I know, yes. right? But Marlo continues pleading, You have to believe us. We won't betray you. We know that you're fighting to protect humanity. Right? Tell him. And then we see a petrified Hitch, uh, Hitch just nodding rapidly, showing that she agrees. But then Jean continues, As if I'd take your word for it. I can't trust you. Not with that hair. Who in their right mind would get a bowl cut on purpose? So how can I trust a single word you say? Mm. And now Jean, he has a point, but 
Now John, he begins running towards Marlo and Hitch. But then, John trips on the grass. <laughs> As we see him fall, and we see his knife go flying and landing literally right in front of Marlo. Well, Marlo picks up the knife, he cuts Hitch loose, and he tells Hitch, Run, Hitch! I'll cover you! But then John, he gets back up, and now he begins wrestling Marlo for the knife. And as they wrestle, John quickly points his gun below Marlo's chin. John tells Marlo, What do you think will kill faster? That knife or the gun at your chin? And then we see in the background, Hitch, she looks back, but then now she begins running away. Well, John continues, Feel like trying your luck? Come on, let's race. But then Marlo tries to reason, Please, we're on the same side here. Then John tells Marlo, Why the hell would anyone believe you want to join the scouts? My comrades are getting rounded up like criminals as we speak. What makes you think we can win? Well, Marlo explains, Because you haven't quit. Despite the odds, the scouts are still fighting. And now we see that Marlo's words appear to be impacting Jean. I made a mistake when I chose my regiment, but you're a scout. You choose to risk your lives for others, so I'll trust you. And then Marlo, he tosses the knife away. Now we see, of course, as I mentioned, Marlo's words, they have impacted Jean, and they appear to have worked. As we see, Jean has now, he's now calmed down. But before Jean can let Marlo go, Hitch comes up from behind and baseball swings Jean in the face with a sturdy piece of wood that sends Jean flying. Well, Marlo's caught off guard by Hitch's actions as he tries to go in for, as we see that Hitch tries to go in for more and Hitch, of course, tells Jean, Horse face jerk! Yeah. <laughs> but then Marlo, he stands in her way. Stop! He was just trying to test us! And Hitch now becomes confused. As we see right now, Jean, he's lying on his back. He's out for the count. Maybe that's what Levi had in mind when he says, knock yourself out. Yeah, knock yourself out. <laughs> sure thing. Um, but no, Jean, he's, he's out. Uh, but Marlo, he tells Jean, are you crazy? Even with my hands bound, I could have taken a swing at you with that knife and done some real damage. How did you know I wouldn't do it? And an injured John replies, Don't ask me how, but you remind me of this annoying guy. An idiot. And then Marlo now asks, Makes me wonder, is he one of the fools Annie told me about? And then John, he tries getting back up to his feet. Couldn't say, All of us are fools. Then Marlo, he reaches his hand to help Jean up. And Jean continues, Luckily for me, you're just as dumb. Marlo, I think you've proved your dedication. This should be enough to convince Captain Levi. We'll be counting on you from here on out. All right. Well. Okay. Okay. 
this is a completely different side of John that we've seen, right? And yeah. again, is this John just trying to really prove to himself that, you know, I am capable. I, I'm going to do this. Is this really a test? Do you think John was going to go ahead and 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 kill Marlo? No, I don't think Hitch? so. I really don't think so. I think it was all part of his little acting plan. Where yeah. He's like, hey, I'm going to be full psychopath. I'm going to pretend that I'm more cutthroat than Levi and which is a strange way of kind of that's using a, the yeah that's like, a weird Captain angle. Levi as an example here right yeah referring to Captain Levi as a softy right and, yeah and trying to build himself up saying after that. he proceeds to trip on grass yeah and drop the knife yeah um which you know could have been you know all part of the plan oh yeah for sure that's why all part of the he plan. wasn't gonna actually kill them you know he was he just fell on purpose so that you know it, whatever right yeah so is getting knocked out. All yeah. part of the all part of the plan. Yeah, I think maybe that wasn't part of the plan because yeah. I think he wasn't expecting Hitch to go. No, and, uh, it was like, oh, she came back. Slug this dude in the yeah. face, right, with a freaking hefty just piece of like, like a tree. Yeah, <laughs> you know? just like those big branches. <laughs> yeah. Um, Marlo was like, stop. <laughs> obviously, Marlo wasn't even. You know, he didn't even think that Hitch was going to go and do that. Mm-hmm. Right. But, however, I mean. Whether it was a test or not, things played out the way they did, and it was enough for Jean to see that Marlo is somebody that we can trust, right? Yeah. Um, I do like how Marlo's kind of even knocking, uh, um, like he's knocking John's skills because he's like, like, since are you mad? Like, like even though I was bound by these ropes. I still could have like I know, done some I, serious damage yeah, to you, you know. I still could have like killed you. Which I was thinking too. I was like, okay, John trips. He goes and he falls. Right, he loses the knife. Marlo has a knife. He frees Hitch. Right now, Marlo is in the defensive here. Right, he's ready to go and potentially attack. Right, what does John do? He gets up and starts running towards Marlo. So Marlo has a point. Right, that dude. While you're literally running towards me, I could have literally like started stabbing you. Yeah, you know. Like Which, I could have done some, yeah, like you said, I could have done some serious damage. Yeah. Um, but, hey, that was enough of a test. But uh, I guess yeah. it worked. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> Didn't go exactly according to plan, but I, it worked. Yeah, we're going to we'll talk a little bit more about what um, John refers to Marlo as, right? Mm-hmm. But like SB just says, wouldn't that have been a great meet, like, uh, a cute like, moment, like, right? Like a cute way for Jean and Hitch to for, meet. Yeah. Yeah, if they, is, if they were, if they were to yeah, date, if like she's like, like yeah, I knew it was love at first sight when she knocked me out with a branch. Knocked dude out, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, um, I don't think hitches into horse faces, which obviously she yeah, screamed that she, she was going to literally go in for more slugs. Yeah, horse face jerk. Marlo saved this dude, like literally, yeah, like, like she's gonna go out there and full Negan this full, just like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, she thought that she was gonna die. So. Yeah, I do like. So speaking of SP, speaking of cute moment here, is that when Marlo and Hitch are both like afraid, right, for their lives, understandably so. When you have somebody who's looking at you, literally like, like I'm gonna kill you guys, right? Like yeah. all just like a psychopath, right? What I found was very cute was that Hitch was like. Holding on to Marlo's like arm, mm-hmm. you know, whereas Marlo's the one trying to reason and everything, yeah. right? He's like, whoa, 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 hey, hey, yeah, like relax, like, we're not gonna say his, anything, his right? Logical self and um, and uh, 
yeah, I thought that was kind of cute that um, that Hitch was like, you know, felt. Well, she obviously didn't feel safe, but like yeah. at least you know she felt a little comfort. Yeah, yeah. It feels a little comfort in Marvel. So, um, I thought that one was kind of cute. Um, and plus, what was also cute is the fact that she came back from Marlo. She didn't just leave this dude to go out there and fight yeah. for himself. So you she can came tell back she and, does. You know, she doesn't hate Marlo. She she gave a good little swing to to John. That when you watch the episode, it's so funny because um, yes, in real life, if somebody would have been freaking slugged in the head blindly by uh, a good like like a solid tree of, branch, yeah. right? Then, yeah, they would like they would freaking fall over, right? If it knocked them out. Yeah. But we see it's kind of like the dramatic, like, you know, yeah. like the slow motion. We see the white of John's eyes. He literally does like a little like twirl around and he just dramatically falls onto the grass, you know? Yeah. And uh, when doing the, the note taking and everything, spot. <laughs> doing the note taking and all that for uh, for uh, our, the script that we go ahead and we that we, we make and uh, going through our kind of like in-depth kind of breakdowns, I was pausing those frames and they were just so freaking funny when you go out there and, and you the like pause it right on impact and you just see the like the like the like freaking you know ways yeah, faces see, and everything yeah. and stuff. Um, but yeah, so Hitch cares about Marlo. She came back for him. She saved him, right? Yay. And is that enough? Is that so? We understand with uh, why Jean saw enough from Marlo to to be like, you know what? Yeah, if I explain this to Captain Levi, you know that'll be enough uh, reasoning, right? Mm -hmm. Now, what's the reasoning for Hitch? I was just thinking that. Is that like, because she came back and she, she was willing to go out is there and loyal and, for Marlo? Yeah, and came back and tried to kill me. Like, um, no, I guess it's more of just so she's loyal to Marlo and is he's it like, here, uh, so I guess she'll tag she, along. She packs a pretty solid punch. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Or maybe it is just like a you know they're our package deal. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, she'll just go wherever Marlo goes. So. Yeah. And I guess you have to include her because if she isn't included and say Marlo goes about, you know, carrying this new mission when that now he's a scout. This information that she's she gonna go back and she's gonna yeah, she's gonna say something, right? Um, but yeah. Interesting. And so now I wanna talk about the reference that uh that Jean makes to Marlo, right? Where uh let me go ahead and find it. Um right. Talking about how Marlo asked John, are you crazy, man? Like, as I talked about, like, I literally had a knife in my hand. I could have done some real damage. But then he asked him, how did you know that I wouldn't do it? And then John replies, like, don't ask me how, but you remind me of this annoying guy. Mm -hmm. Right? Obviously, he's referring to, to Aaron. To Aaron. Yeah. Right? Um, but then Marlo wonders to himself, like, is he one of the fools that Annie told me about? Now let's go way back to that moment, right? Where when we first are introduced to Marlo and Hitch, right? Mm -hmm. We understand very, very early on that Marlo is a character that is trying to make a difference in the world, yeah. right? But he finds out very quickly that he is way in over his head, yeah. right? He sees the really sketchy MPs that are shipping, right? Which we find out is the ODM gear, the new, the new gear, right? They're shipping the equipment and, uh, you know, Noble Marlowe tries to go out there and prevent it from happening, but they beat him up. Yeah. Right? Um, Unfortunately. But this is something where the qualities that he sees, right? Or the, I'm sorry, the qualities that Annie sees, mm -hmm. right? It's, she refers to him as 
there are fools mm -hmm. that have these aspirations, right? But she essentially kind of tests him and saying like, you can talk about it, mm -hmm. right? Or you can go ahead and actively try to make yeah. the differences, right? Yeah. And we see the moment where it's almost like, like with Marlo upon hearing that, he kind of like freezes. He's like, almost he doubts himself a little bit. Like, am I capable of doing this? Am I mm -hmm. like, am I going to freeze in these moments? Am I, you know, and all that. And I think that we've seen from Marlo and, and, and uh, again, uh, these characters have to go out there and literally, unfortunately, experience these moments to grow from them, right? And unfortunately for Marlo, his moment was getting jumped by MPs as they were literally all just like kicking him and they were like hitting him with like the butt yeah. of their rifles Very and stuff, right? early on, unfortunate lesson yeah. learned. But um, it seemed like he had this kind of, if I remember correctly, this sudden resurgence where he's like, I am going to be that person. I am going to go out mm -hmm. there and, and, and not be one of those fools that doesn't make motivation. a difference, right? So it makes him now wonder to him, like, is this the same person that Annie is referring to, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, we know that Aaron is definitely about the action, right? Yes. That he goes, yes, he doesn't just talk the talk, he walks the walk, right? And uh, I think that's what also makes me excited about the idea of Marlo surviving and seeing, you know, him walking that walk. And, and again, something that I refer to is how he would become a strong ally for the scouts, right? Yes. Because I think that if he would have survived this the traumatic events. loyalty for the cause. Yeah. Like if he would have survived the traumatic events of, you know, that suicide run, like that just would have been a whole new appreciation, right, for, for life. He would have obviously confessed his feelings for Hitch, right? Yes. Um, I mean, that's the plan. And uh, and and Hitch would have broke his heart. No, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, um, yeah. Hitch would have been like, actually, no. To see the development and 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 to see, you know, how he would now become this uh, this leader. Because I, I I do think he would be, you know, a, a leader in some capacity, mm -hmm. right? Maybe not as grand of capacity as like a commander of anything or like he would definitely you know, have a captain some kind of or, key role. Yeah, you know, it's a, you know, hey, well, how about this? What if his key role was uh, killing Flock early on? Oh, that would have been so nice. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been very pleasurable to watch. Yeah, it would have been like a cool moment where like so, we both were the ones to survive that run. Mm -hmm. Now you know. Yeah. Now, which one of us is gonna? Yeah be the other's cause of death and you know what as i was saying that if marlo would have survived and had this appreciation for her life whatever mm -hmm. i'm like thinking to myself why the hell did flock not have that yeah like flock exactly. became this like, like i don't he know he was the only one to survive yeah he just like nah he literally at one point jerk. even told armin like like you're not deserving you're not like he literally was going in and uh and being like a jerk for no reason, right? Mm. It's almost like Flock got this oh. like god complex after surviving. Mm. Oh, I know. Yeah, definitely. Which is unfortunate. Espy says, I have a feeling that he would have hesitated like Jean did. Interesting. Actually, yeah, maybe. Because, I mean, it depends how at far to this point, you know, yeah. how experienced or desensitized, unfortunately, that's a pretty 
adamant word at this point, but how um, desensitized that he is, how uh, that Marlo is at this point in terms of death and killings. And is it enough to just be like, ah, yeah, vlog? Nah. Yeah, I think Marlo would kind of be maybe somewhat similar to Armin in a sense where he wanted to reason and try to, yeah, you know. Whereas the rest of us would be screaming, just kill Flock! Kill him! Kill yeah. him! Just do right. it! Um, yeah. Now, how heartbroken would Marlo be if he had this, like, again, he survives and he realizes that I have these strong feelings for Hitch, mm -hmm. right? And he goes and he wants to tell her. But then, Flock ends up beating Hitch to it. And say flock somehow and i don't understand the, uh, i mean i understand this doesn't make sense but and let's say for this hypothetical somehow our, our able to you know, get hitch and then marlo now was like sad yeah that oh i don't want to like, imagine i love like that i love hitch but you know like why you know in this and that by and then, get her do you mean kill her or like be with her Ooh, I wasn't thinking about killing her. Okay. Because then what would, What are the motives here? I'm thinking like... He just wants to bother Marlo. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, actually. He has this, uh, this really Flock is just deep, a jerk. <laughs> this deep hatred for Marlo. Yeah, and he's just, I'm just going to do like, everything oh to make his God, life I was the one trying to have the worst hairdo. I know. <laughs> do you not like my little freaking squirrel tail look over I on know. top? Um, yeah, I don't know what the motive would be, but besides him just being a dick, right? Yeah. And him just, just wanting you know what? people to hate their lives. Because I survived, screw being a better person, I'm going to go ahead and just try to be the worst person I could be. Yeah, it's, hey Marlo, it's that like opposite mentality. Remember when you told me that you had this sudden realization upon living that you care about <laughs> Hitch? Well, guess what? Yeah. I kidnapped her. Yeah. And guess what? He, he would totally do that too. Do you want to know the things that I'm going to do to her? Oh my gosh, he would totally do that too. And there's nothing you can do to stop me, right? No. You're just a little pussy, aren't you? No, I'm just kidding. Flock's just going no. full on. Like, he just like, what are we watching right yeah, now? I know. And Marlo's like, what the hell is going SB on? Goes, oh, <laughs> he, oh, he totally would, totally would do, do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> he would totally do that. He just wants to be an absolute dick and be like, you know what? I heard you like so-and-so and guess what? Yeah. No, because you know that like it'd be it's like that concept of not like, oh my gosh, I survived. I'm so grateful. It's that I'm survived. Yeah. I must be I must be God. I must be amazing. I'm the only one that survived. Yeah. So he takes it to that different role. I survived because of my own sure will and determination. Yeah. Damn, I'm good. Yeah, you and know? then you have Marlo that's like, thank you so I survived. I'm so lucky. Yeah. I'm gonna appreciate every single day that I have left on this earth. On this yeah. island of parody, and then it's too bad. Yeah. No, Marlo again, one of those characters where it's just gone too soon. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of them, but I think Marlo is falls in the category for me where it's like, man, he would have been such a good ally. Yeah, I feel like he falls in the same category as Mike. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think it would have impacted Mike is a like lot. I feel like okay yeah in terms but of Mike 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 is the game changer though. Yeah. I feel like if he would have survived completely game like the game would have completely changed yeah it just it's too bad he literally had to go out and come like face to face with the beast with titan the beast yeah of all yeah. people with the beast got eaten by yeah, sb says she agrees i was literally just thinking that yeah because i was 
Um, oh, dang, poor Mike. I was thinking about Mike this entire time actually when we were thinking when we were discussing like characters, right? For Marlo, like oh, hypothetically, like this in the future, like he would have been the one. Da 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 da. But I'd, like, of course, I feel like Mike is like my number one for who I would who I would bring back. Really? Yeah, because when I think bring it back Sasha. Such a honestly. <laughs> wow! Because I feel like it would be such a game changer with Mike. Really, you wouldn't bring back Irvin? It's just we didn't really. Well, yeah, but Irvin lived his purpose, though. I feel like his death made a lot of really great character development for a lot of really great characters, and I feel like that is hard to replicate without oh, a interesting. So I feel like it had to happen. Of course, it sucks. Of course, I was so sad about it, but I feel like it had to happen. Yeah. Um. But with Mike, dang man, Plus, we didn't even get to see so much of him. We're, we're gonna go back on a Mike, a Mike rant. Yeah, but, you but guys, I'm curious. I want to know from know. you guys, like, who is a character that you would love to go out there and, and bring back? Who is the character you want back? Mm-hmm. You know, that's definitely a Q and A Q&A question we've asked before. I feel like a Spotify Q and A. Yeah, might have been, like, back but when. I want to know from you guys. Is it Marlo? Is but it now where we're at Mike, in the story, is it? We can yeah. back more. Yeah, where we're currently at. Yeah, where we're currently at in, in the anime. Season, Kyron says, give me back Sasha. Yeah, Kyron is, yeah. I like it. Sasha's Kyron's girl. Yep. Yeah, SB, SB says Sasha, Sasha of, of course. course. Yeah. I like it. Man, the thing about, too, with Sasha, her role, right, in, in all this and stuff, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. she's a great support character, right? Yeah. Uh, but do you think that she would help prevent Connie from doing what he did and trying to go ahead and feed, you know, Falco to his mother? Or there's no preventing um, it? Um, I think she would have definitely tried to reason with him. I think possibly it could have been a test of their friendship if, you know, he was just like blinded by like, oh no, I'm not gonna listen to you. Da 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 Taekwondo may have a a little break. Yeah. But I think eventually, you know, she's totally gonna be like, I totally understand. Definitely. Like, I understand where you're coming from, but this isn't the way to go about it. I think a uh, character that... Oh, SP yeah. says bring back Marco, too. I was too. thinking about him, too. Yeah, that's another Because I feel like that's someone that that um, some people voted for mm. when we okay. did ask that question. Well, thinking about Marco now. Marco is a character where, like, let's say, you know, where he's... His story is going to go ahead and kind of play out, right? That we know that he's going to be an MP, right? Mm-hmm. He wants to be an MP. So now he lives, right? That changes things for John. Yes. Right? We've, I'm pretty sure we've had, I, unless I'm having deja vu, we've had this exact conversation yeah. so with this like, exact Q&A review where it's like, MP, what about John's, like, his reasoning for becoming a scout yeah. and his whole reasoning for, like, wow. moving forward and all that? Like, what that changes so much if Marco was still alive because yeah. it's Marco's death that is kind of a wake-up call for him. Which, it sucks. Again, it sucks that there's these characters that their deaths, they have to die in order for people to, like, progress and for yeah, people to have this like, wake-up call. It sucks that they have to die for it, but... Like Rod Rice. Right? <laughs> Why do you have to die? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Clearly, we're thinking about two different things. <laughs> like Rod Rice, right? <laughs> right? Guys? Kenny Ackerman. Why did Kenny have to go? Yeah, why did uh, Flagle, you know? 
Yeah, Flagle. Flagle's not dead. We haven't <laughs> seen Flagle <laughs> no, die. Flagle. Unless he like was one of those off-screen deaths. I know. We have oh. no idea what's going on with Flagle. Speaking either. of. We decided to go out there and bookmark a certain question. That yes, Eddie I was just about to bring that right? up too. After being talking like, about Hitch, because we were thinking, where where's, where's Flagel right now? And then it goes, where's actually, where's Hitch? Where's Hitch right now? Okay, okay. So where is she? Last time we saw her is that she watched Annie, right? Mm-hmm. As Annie went and she yeah, left. She yeah, she was able to escape from Hitch. <laughs> she is able to escape from Hitch. Yeah, from like, Hitch. She escaped from her. Thank goodness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, because she did try to like go after her, and then Hitch obviously was like throwing her around. Do you think like, Hitch so is bi curious? Hitch? Yeah. Mm, I think she just wants to be wanted by mm, anyone. Okay. So I don't think she would mind being wanted by women, but I don't think she would ever go after one. Mm. I don't think she'd ever actually date one. She gives off pick me vibes. <laughs> okay. But Hitch is alive, we can yes. say, right? Can we? <laughs> so she's alive. We understand that the rumbling is happening away from the island of parody, right? Yeah. Because obviously the idea is to kill everything else outside of the island. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, characters like, you know, Hitch, like Historia, right? I mean, they are, yeah, I would imagine, going on there. they're just trying to now live with the effects of what the rumbling, where it started. Right, mm-hmm. so we know that it started with the walls and everything, right? So we, who knows how they're trying to go out and literally bounce back from all that? Um, yeah, it's it's so weird because Historia was such like an important character, right? Yeah, so, very like, to not major see her character, and suddenly like we're so all like, like where wow. is she? She's pregnant somewhere with a farmer. Like, what is going on? Yeah, but I'm sure we'll see. We'll hear from her soon enough. Marco would be a cool character to see, but I just feel like if he would have lived, then, you know, things would have been so different. Yeah. John wouldn't be tripping on grass and dropping knives. John would be an even more annoying character. Yes. He would just be this self-righteous MP that just, like, is full of himself and, uh, you know, and it's, yeah, it just... Because I feel like it really is, like, Marco's death what shoots him into this, his glow up that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Because who knows? Who knows? But dang it, I do miss Marco. Yeah. And it's Andrew so weird Garfield. to say. Yeah, Andrew Garfield, <laughs> yeah. But it's so weird to say it, to go out there and really miss a character that we really just got a short sample size of. Yeah, you know? we really didn't get a whole lot from him. But still, such like a major like... Because people rem- remember him very fondly. He was a very likable character, very sweet, very kind-hearted, like a very much like a teamwork team effort kind of guy yeah um and he also was real like when he was real with jean being like yeah we we don't look to you as a leader because you're better (laughs) yeah because you're relatable because you're a loser like us it's because you're (laughs) because you're a loser that sucks at killing titans just like all of us you're scared you're shaking in your boots just like us but you're like trying to cover it up and we think that's cute so we'll put you we'll put you (laughs) we'll put you as this leader role now that brings me to an interesting sudden new candidate in this bachelorette version. Like if Marco were to survive, is oh. Marco a potential candidate for Hitch? I don't want Marco to date Hitch. <laughs> okay. Marco's too good for Hitch. Okay. So who would you ship Marco with? You have to ship Marco with someone. Some with, How about that? with someone? Yes. John. <laughs> I don't know actually. 
Uh, I feel like the easy way is just to say... Mina? Well, SB says Historia. Mina, I think Mark would Mina's make a dead. great... I was like, going to say Historia, but, but that Historia, changes so much. I mean... But she also... I don't know. I feel like the easy one to say is, is Sasha, but I don't think Sasha... Sasha's, Sasha and Niccolo are... They got that. Oh, I forgot about Niccolo. That's right. What, I'm not talking about Connie and Sasha. Like, yeah. Sasha and Niccolo literally are, are a thing. Niccolo. Um, How did I forget about that fool? Yeah, that one guy. The cook. Yeah. That one chef. Um, yeah, I think Historia might be the best fit, but... I was literally going to say, like, we're talking about, like, being good enough for for somebody. Like, how is Niccolo good enough for Sasha? But yeah. it's like, you know what? He can make food, so that's all Sasha needs. Hey, he, yeah. You know. No, yeah, that's how, yeah, she, her heart is in her stomach. Yeah. So that's how My he goodness. won her. And also he was the only one that wanted to like kill Gobby while the rest of the family were like, no. That's true. That is good enough no. for me. Yeah. You have no, my Niccolo's blessing. great in my book. Yeah. He doesn't like, yeah, he doesn't like Gobby just as much as none of us do. So. Yeah. So who are you shipping Marco with? I guess I'm saying Historia. <laughs> Historia? All right. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen that. I think it would, yeah, I think it would be interesting to see play out. Damn, I just like can't help but think to myself like that farmer of all people. The, this I know, we farmer, have no idea who this dude is. Hopefully we this get This mysterious answers. farmer that like holds a special place in Historia's heart because she was, you know, she grew up in this farm. Mm -hmm. And then upon seeing this guy who, you know, she obviously has history with it's like how did that conversation go hey so i'm supposed to conceive a baby with somebody do you want to i know help me out i or? like the farm life because it reminds me of my childhood even though it wasn't the best childhood at all yeah um but it's comfortable because it's what i'm used to yeah can you impregnate me <laughs> like that's sure <laughs> yeah you're royalty <laughs> sure <laughs> I want to know what this dude sounds like. I hope he there sounds like the most farmer accent ever. Crystal lens. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that it's hey, the most Crystal? like farmer. Like, I hope he sounds like goofy. Like <laughs> what? Goofy. I hope he sounds super redne oh, redneck. Hi, Crystal. Yeah. No worries. That's Yeah. Don't worry about you sticking that. around with us. Uh, we hope that you have a great day at work tomorrow. And uh, we're glad we're back too. And thank you so much yeah. again for joining us. And, and uh, we love USB. And we will see you next week. And thank you so much again for all your input uh, you, for streaming live. Thank you so much. Yeah. So see we'll see you, you next time. See you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe his name is Goofy, like a farmer. Yeah. This is my husband, Goofy. Whoa, whoa. Are they married? Actually, I don't know. I don't think they are. I have no, we have no idea. We don't know anything about them. Yeah. We don't know much about his story, what's happening over there. Maybe that'll be the. Uh, the spinoff. Yeah, that's what the spinoff is. Yeah, it's just all of a sudden... Keeping up with Historia. Yeah. Alrighty. We drifted. We still have a little bit of the story to go out there and finish. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll Tiny little moment. And yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we've been... Uh, ooh, alright, we're approaching two hours, so let's go ahead and continue on, guys. Here we go. So, um... Continuing on with the story now, as we have seen with uh, with John, and he's seen enough of Marlowe and apparently Hitch that, hey, you know what? I can convince Captain Levi that you guys are cut out to be scouts. Mm -hmm. 
So now here we are inside of this forest as we see somebody spying on the MPs. Interesting. And we see that that someone is Marlo, as Marlo says, as far as I know, this is the least man checkpoint in the region. And then we see that Marlo, he's actually explaining this to his new captain, Captain Levi. Ah. We see Marlo and Hitch, they have their uniforms back. They're hiding in the forest with Levi. As Levi responds, good. We'll handle things from here. Get back to your squad before they're suspicious. Of course, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah, hey, uh, where'd those rookies go? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then we see now Marlo and Hitch, they're leaving back to their squad. But Captain Levi stops them for a moment. Marlo, Hitch, we're grateful. And we see that they're both surprised by Captain Levi's gratitude. But then they both salute the captain and they carry on. Maybe he is a softy. Yeah, maybe he is. Kind of giving softy this yeah. episode. Um, Levi, he now turns his attention to the mission. As he tells his team, all right, this time we're picking the fight. And then at the checkpoint, we see a good amount of MPs that are standing around. They're just uh, all guarding, right? But then we see one specific high-ranking MP. He's in a tent. And we see that he appears to be like taking some sort of notes. But then something catches his attention. Something off in the distance on this dirt road approaching the checkpoints. Well, we see a wagon, and this wagon isn't slowing down. <laughs> and we see this wagon, it takes out this barricade, right, blocking the, the dirt road to the checkpoint. And we now see that this wagon is rushing directly into this checkpoint. In the wagon, we see Jean, Connie, and Sasha, as they're all just screaming. And the wagon now heads directly towards the high-ranking MP's tent. Well, the scene fades to black, and uh, all we hear is just a crashing thud. And then the scene comes back, and now we see at this checkpoint, MPs that were all standing guard, they're all taken out, right? They're all laying down, they're all out, they're all taken taking care of. And now we see in the forest, just outside of this checkpoint, we see Sasha, she's in a tree. And then we see Connie, Jean, and Armin, and Mikasa all on the ground, and they're all keeping watch. And then they all suddenly hear footsteps. Right? We see them. They go out there, and they start, they react. They start pointing their weapons over in the, that direction. Right? But, but we see that this is Captain Levi, as he tells his team, stand down. And then we see Levi. It's not alone. Levi is walking towards his team. While he's dragging that high-ranking MP by his hair, <laughs> right? Has to be not painful at all. Yeah. So relaxing. Then Armin tells Levi, Captain, isn't he? And Levi answers, he's with the interior police. I've got questions for him. Let's move. To be continued. And that's the episode. All right, yeah. Um, part two. So... Cool, Marlo and Hitch are able to go out there and, and shoulder work. John was or, able to convince Levi. Yeah, yeah, obviously Levi's a softie, didn't take much convincing, right? Yeah. Um, but also Marlo's resolve and then, you know, Hitch is there. Yeah, Hitch is just <laughs> part of the package. But um, they helped out because what happens? They go out there and they're able to show, at least, you know, point them in a the direction of this checkpoint. And this is the least man checkpoint. So, yeah. you know, it's like they're not, he's not sending him into a trap, right? He's yeah. like, 
okay like, he's explaining be, to him this is this it should be easy for you <laughs> yeah and man kudos to jean connie and sasha for just literally essentially blindly just full-on sprint in this wagon heading towards a checkpoint because yeah. who's to say they don't start raining freaking fire on them you know i know like, like instant death yeah they have weapons and then right? i mean it faded to black but we can it's insinuated that obviously everything was taken care of no problems were had like taken care of perfectly by the plan like, yeah they're a really great unit a really great team so yeah I mean, i'm guessing no business. one hesitated it didn't seem like there were any problems yeah so didn't seem like it. it seemed like they made quick work of it because the next time we see the scene come back like we had mentioned the mps that were standing guard they're all you know they've been taken care of mm -hmm. right um and then levi just dragging this fool right we find out that this guy is in the interior police so this guy again is he's an important figure right yeah. he's one of the upper upper rank yeah essentially he is the ones that are like the first interior that kind of like protect the the king right mm -hmm. i'm saying upper rank like a like demon slayer like the demons this is an upper rank demon <laughs> you know what's funny is that that's actually another uh anime i thought about watching the flight mm -hmm. but i was like you know what i've told myself so long that hunter hunter is like an anime I yeah need start watching like I need again to watch this and i'm like man you know what this, this would be a good chance to go out there and start mm -hmm. watching again and it was yeah and uh but yeah demon slayer is another one where i need to for sure Ahead yeah, because I didn't watch Demons. I mean, obviously, we were watching it together, and then there came a point where I was just like, oh, I'm hearing too much about how good it is. So I just watched it during a tattoo session and finished it all. <laughs> I don't know. And I was what, like, what dang, is, that was though. great. I don't know why I couldn't just be like engaged and, and, and like interested. I don't know why. Maybe we just watched it during tired. Because whenever we did watch it, we would like, we were so ready for a nap. I don't know. Yeah. But also, the moment that we stopped was right when we, like, picked up into, like, the main fight. So. Ah, uh, true. Maybe we were just like, what's all this build-up? Maybe. Like, we, we already have enough build-up. Why do we stop at good, like, good moments? I know, we always stop right before the great moment where it's like, ah. It's like gambling. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like gambling. Don't think of gambling like Definitely that. Definitely like gambling. Um, just think about how far you So you heard it here first. Lexi encourages gambling. <laughs> Um, just think about how far you've already gone, how much money you've put in. Just think <laughs> about the next time you put in that hundred, that could come back double, triple. You get all your money back. Or you can lose it all. But if you stop now, you won't, you won't ever find out. There's that thought of <laughs> the potential, right? Yeah. The potential possibilities. Like, that's my uh, That's my whole thought process when I'm thrifting. Oh. Why it takes me like two hours. I'm like looking at every single thing and I'm like, oh, it's getting late. I'm getting tired. You know, I should probably leave. Like, no. You haven't checked that rack in the back corner yet. What if there's a diamond? Like, what if there's something amazing in there? How you often, have to keep looking. How often do you find that diamond in the rough? If it's not within, like, the first <laughs> 30 minutes, usually not at all. All right. Maybe I'll find something really interesting, or I'll find something really nice for someone else, but yeah. not usually for me. Like, oh, great. Because I usually, like, go to the places that I know will have nice stuff that I'll like first. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll get another big T-shirt for all of my other dozens of big shirts. <laughs> maybe I'll get a nice pajama it's shirt. It's always nice like, when you thrift and you get that good find, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, and it's like not super yeah, expensive. Because like thrift stores now, there's like a really nice, you know, jacket that you're like, oh, this is so nice. And they're expensive. $40. Yeah, it's insane. Like, what? Why are, you at, why are you at Goodwill? Why are you at Savers? Get this thing out of here. This is a retail product. 
I want to ask Kyron something. I want to ask Kyron. I don't think I've asked him before, and maybe I have, but I want to ask Kyron who his favorite Hunter Hunter character is. I think we have the same favorite character. I think both of our favorite characters are. Um... Why am I blanking on his name right now? Uh -oh. It starts with an M. For some reason, the only thing coming to mind is is Thor's is Thor's hammer's name, Mjolnir. Oh really? Yeah, I'm only thinking about Mjolnir? that. But it's um, it's well, it, it's it's the king, it's king. Okay. Him. King Mjolnir. Yeah, King Mjolnir. Right. I'm totally forgetting his name. Oh, I know it starts with an M. That's all I know. It's kind of curious. Um. Yeah, mine's Hisuka. Yeah, Hisuka. Uh, yeah. <coughs> Actually, uh, it's. Yeah. Um, so we went on this tangent because I accidentally said upper rank and it reminded me of Demon Slayer. Yeah. It's funny how it's kind of just the direction heads that way sometimes, right? All it takes and is we just. We just don't really have like a stop button. Yeah, you know. Like, oh, yeah. Anime. And we just keep talking and then. Anyways. Uh, we're talking about the high-ranking MP, how Levi, obviously... So Levi's got his hands on this fool now, right? And yeah. he does not know what he's in store for. Yeah. Like... I will say, Levi's idea of torturing obviously is horrible, but I don't think it's that much comparable to Hanji's. Yeah. Hanji is a whole new beast at and that. The Levi team literally, like the Levi squad, said like, oh my gosh, his screams got louder when Hanji yeah, like became when involved. Yeah, like doing his screams got louder. But is that because maybe Levi doesn't want to get messy? That could be why, or could, or it could be because he was a softie. just waiting for Hanji. Oh, because he knew how much it meant to Hanji. Because he literally true. walked in, grabbed some pliers, and was just like, "All right," immediately going for his face. And he was like, "You need to ask me a question yeah, first. Yeah. Why are you just straight up going <laughs> what to torture kind of person?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hanji, she's cool. But I will say, Kat, you still don't want to be tortured by this fool. <laughs> Um, um, but he has a few questions to ask. Yeah. What do you think those questions is explicitly are? Well, I mean, first and foremost, it's got to do with the whereabouts of Historia and Aaron. Okay, yeah. You know? I um, was thinking along the lines of maybe he's going to be asking about Kenny's involvement. Possibly. I, could, but I think that... I don't. I don't. I know that they're kind of on a, a time crunch, you know. Mm -hmm. So True. they need to go out there and find because again we were given that information that they're gonna go ahead and literally they're going to feed eat Aaron, <laughs> right? So not feed Aaron. Feed Aaron to someone. They're gonna give Aaron food. <laughs> they're gonna pump him up first. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, of course. You know. Hansel and Gretel type beat. Yeah. Um. They're gonna plump him up and then. And feed him to Historia. To Historia. Be very quiet. <laughs> we are in the eardrum. Okay, Captain. Oh, yeah, I said Captain. Okay, Captain. Captain Levi's the one. Okay. Be very quiet. <laughs> we are in the ear. I want to see this crossover. Sasha's like, okay, Captain. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? This is him after he got blown up. His eardrums are kind of. Oh. He's like deaf in one ear. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> if anybody knows what that's from, it's from Futurama. Yeah, Shout out. I would love to see a, a Levi Squad crossover of Futurama. Yeah, be a little different. It would be different. Be Layla would, would be Mikasa. Fry would have to be Aaron, I guess. I guess. 
Who's Bender? Connie? <laughs> I don't know. That's hard. It's hard to go out there and literally... They're like, just not the same characters. Yeah, the characters out there. Alrighty, guys. I'm spent. <laughs> I'm booked. Until next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> we haven't done it in a while where... Keep your heads in the clouds. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time. <laughs> we used to always like, do that and like find a way to go out there and throw in those references. <laughs> I feel like it's been so long you that we're we're doing, like, subliminally, we're doing, like, callbacks. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> like, yeah. Same stuff. And I apologize for that, guys. We obviously are so unoriginal. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We're just repeating the same jokes over and over. But we haven't done that in a while, but we do have other reoccurring jokes that... That TikTok you sent me was scary. The noise it was with the Crashbox one. Oh, yeah. The noise was scary. <laughs> I don't even know where it's from. Like, I can see if I can play it. But I know that it's part of a... I mean, you, that, that the audio is using a trend really? for stuff. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I was just like, okay, that's an interesting audio to use for this. But How long ago was it when you sent me that? Uh, I sent it into in a group chat with you and Marissa. Oh, that's right. 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 <laughs> like, what is that noise? I think that... I don't know. It's That's like a, it terrifying. sounds like an animatronic clown laugh. That is terrifying. That's the best way I can describe it. Well, on that note, guys. Uh, well, do we have any other final thoughts? I think we pretty much covered what we needed to cover in terms of this specific breakdown mm -hmm. of this episode, right? Yeah. Um, Just cool. We got some new allies. Hypotheticals. New scouts. That's what the title is. Yeah. Um, but... Um, but. Some, uh, yeah, but... Um, just some, like... This episode was more of, like, interesting hypotheticals, getting back to you guys. You know, and dating like, and... You could totally see the dirty bottom of my foot. <laughs> Not for free! Wow. Oh my gosh, that thing is so dirty! Yep. You could tell I just walk around with my socks. Just, just the socks, all day. <laughs> no, this is when I noticed. Oh, okay, let's put that down. Yeah, there's a realization. <laughs> All right, let's put that thing down. That thing is so dirty. Da, 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 Anyways, da, da, um, da. I take Zell and PayPal if you guys want to no. pay me for that foot shot. Um, yeah, this episode was definitely more of just like a hypotheticals. Uh, just talking about Hitch and, and I almost said Marco and Marlo. And Marlo. Yes, the noble oh, wait, we, Marlo. We did, we did talk about Marco. We did talk about Marco. Talking about Jean and his resolve and Marlo's resolve and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we'll, we will finish this episode. It's like a fugitive government episode. Next week for sure. Part three. Um, but yeah, till then, guys, we appreciate you guys for whoever st stuck around for. I know this uh, is a while. About random I mean, stuff what right else now. do you expect? It's been it's been two weeks for me, a week for AJ. And we got stuff to say, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got stuff to say. Even though, like, 
We do have stuff to say currently, and that's going to be talking about um, some merch, talking about some art. Yeah, we so do we'll, have we'll, stuff We might to as well get to that stuff right now, and then we'll get to a close. But thank you again for who stuck around and, you're lis- and currently listening. Yeah. So with that being said, guys, that wraps up another episode, an awesome episode of Attack to Talk podcast. This is season three of Attack to Talk. Ooh. Remember, guys, new episodes stream live on Twitch every Sunday. We have been good at uh, streaming uh, at 7 p.m. Uh, that was That is uh, Pacific Standard Time. Yes. And make sure you guys follow along over on Instagram. As Lexi mentioned at the start of this episode, that would be at Attack to Talk Podcasts for all of your updates. Make sure you guys follow along. We will go and update you guys. Um, and the new episodes will be published every Friday on our many platforms. And make sure you check out the link tree to find out those many platforms. The link tree is available in our Instagram profile page. A huge shout out to Nate Plays Bad, our editor. Um, Nate, I hope that you had a great... Uh, week off and uh however you decide to spend that week um i hope that uh, it was a good one but now we're gonna get back to it my friend and uh and uh, thank you so much again for all of your efforts and all of your support make sure you guys go and check out his twitch channel at nate plays bad um that link is available in our episode descriptions thank you so much nate for everything let's do yeah, some merch thank you nate. thank talk. you thank you all right guys in our link tree we have a link to collector underscore sesh collector sesh that link will take you to their online store. You can browse through the many different anime merch that is available for purchase. Make sure you guys go out there and check out all the awesome stuff that they have, right? If anything catches your eye, by all means, purchase it. They also have a second Instagram, at Geeky Statues, where you can go out there and check out the different uh, figurines, different awesome little uh, merch, assorted uh, merch that they have available there. Shout out to Collector Sesh, shout out to Geeky Statues, and of course, shout out to Fandomian. Also available in our link tree is a link to Fandomian, their online store, where they have a ton of anime merch as well as uh, alternative clothing words, as, as well as other uh, genre-themed stuff like um, Harry Potter, yeah. like uh, Marvel, Wednesday. like DC, like Wednesday, like Last of Us. You know what? There's a bunch of different stuff, guys. Uh, they just let me know that they released some more alternative merch. There you go. Check out and the alternative it's merch. cool. I like it. And if you guys see mm-hmm. something that you like, uh, make sure you guys use that promo code. And that is promo code LEX, promo code L-E-X, and that will get you guys, uh, save you guys 10% off of your uh, purchase order. So um, go to that link, go to that online store. You have a link for Collector Sesh. You have a link for Fandomian. There's a promo code for you guys to use for Fandomian. That promo code is LEX, L-E-X, for, ten, for 10% off your discounts. Um, happy spending, guys. All right, now let's talk about some art. We got some uh, artists among us. Among and us. That would be our friends. That would be Eddie, Eddie Hinston. Mm. He has a page delegated and um, solely focused on his art on Instagram, and that is Art Dewan. Check it out, guys. Go support him. Check out the different art that he has available that he posts. Um, it's really, really awesome stuff. And we also have our friend of the show, Kyron, who. He's been doing his own different creative form of art, and that is um, photography. So mm-hmm. shout out to Kyron. Go check out his um, Instagram, which is uh, photography by K-A? By K- is it photography or, or portraits? Portraits. It's portraits, portraits by K-A. By K-A. K dot A? K dot A. K dot A? Yeah. I think. Um, go check it out, guys. We're following it. <laughs> we are following it. Go to our Instagram, go to our followers, and go and check it out. Uh, but huge shout out to our friends, um, Eddie, our friends, um, Kyron. You know, we have other creative friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to all of you. And uh, another also creative 
person, and then I believe we actually reposted some of their yes. art, is uh, Caesar. Yes. Right? Caesar has Gosh. been on the AO Tatrain. Oh my gosh. Love yeah, it. Yeah, definitely has. I love to see it. Uh, to see I don't the know art. if we're any kind of influence on that. And, yeah, you know, calm down. You're, like, you're acting like a real Jean there, okay? Well, and then we have, you know, Eddie, like... Eddie talking <laughs> to him and everything, getting him in person. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. That'd be Bringing awesome. Bringing people together through Attack the Talk. Um, um, but either uh, way, we're, we're just, I just so lucky we just, to we have just the, love seeing yeah, the content. I mean, just to have Caesar creating this awesome AOTR it's freaking amazing go check it out guys go to his That's Instagram awesome. at art underscore of Caesar underscore uh, we are also following Caesar uh, there also is a link available in our link tree so you can check out the art that he has available for purchase but go check out his Instagram because he's posting uh, some incredible art the mm -hmm. one that we did repost was uh, an awesome attack titan uh, we get to see Aaron's titan in mm -hmm. full force right as we yes. see the titan user while they're attached uh, to the nape it's so freaking cool. Go check it out, guys. Um, shout out to Caesar. Shout out, as I said, to our uh, creative friends. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it's so cool. It's so cool to go and be among so many artistic uh, buddies. It's, it's really, really awesome to it's see. Like such creative mind. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing the passion in all of you guys. For sure, guys. So now we're going to get finally get to a close. And uh, again, I want to say thank you so much, guys, for the continuous support. Um, for you guys spreading the word, you know, we see that Kyron is spreading the word through TikTok and when Kyron sends us, you know, awesome messages and stuff like that showing that people are, are reacting and people are sending messages saying they're like, awesome, you know, like they are cool. It's exciting for them to go out there and, and, and find new AOT content because mm -hmm. just like us, I mean, it's like, man, anytime yeah. we get an opportunity like to talk about waiting. AOT, like it's, I mean, it's a great time. Right. Mm -hmm. and of course, shout out to to Eddie also because uh, for one of our responses was uh, was one of his friends. You know, she responded to our Q and A, mm -hmm. and uh, it was cool. Right. So um, thank you for spreading the word. So thank you guys that. so much for spreading the word. We really, really appreciate that from the bottom of our hearts. We really do. Uh, make sure you guys um, stay up to date. As I mentioned over on the announcements that we have, and the announcements really aren't announcements, but they're pretty much just like the poll questions, the uh, mm -hmm. the Q and A responses or the Q and A questions, and. Um, Make sure you guys keep an eye on for those. As Lexi mentioned that we do the poll on uh, Saturdays, the questions on Fridays. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so we do that. Uh, make sure you guys keep an eye on that. And we really look forward to you guys' responses, your guys' feedback. And we love diving into it. As you guys know, that we spend like pretty much 40 minutes, what it seems like, at the start of our podcast episodes, delegated to just talking about the results. Uh, it's only getting longer and longer because we're getting more and more... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, more and more, more responses. Feedback, you know? so it's, it's so awesome. much fun seeing everyone. Like now there can be like trends in votes and yeah. like like me not in votes but like in q a's and stuff and yeah. like hearing all the different perspectives and you guys spreading the word it means so much to us yeah um but it's really cool seeing the this community like slowly growing and we know that attack on titan has a huge community but seeing this community and how like i, I just really love this this community that we have yeah it's so welcoming and so like supportive and so nice and like ugh. Yeah, I mean, I just really, I just, I, I love you guys. We have said it all plenty of times before. We, we, we have really appreciated your guys's, uh, you know, support. But really, you guys are so awesome. Um, and when you guys join us live, you just again, it, the experience is just made like it's, it's that much greater. And uh, like we could have only dreamt of, like, <laughs> discussing with with people like this. Yeah. You know, as involved and passionate about Tag on Titan as we are. So we love you guys so much. Um, Make sure you guys continue, uh, you know, 
keep up with the responses and with the the poll results um because you guys as i mentioned before your feedback is just so appreciated so we always look forward to them and uh looking forward to what feedback we get next week with all that being said, guys, again, shout out to the loyal listeners. Shout out to the ones listening uh, currently as we're still streaming live. And then shout out for the ones that are listening uh, when we publish over on Fridays or whenever you guys end up getting to the episode. The fact that you guys took the time out of your day to listen to us. It's just thank you so much. Um, shout out to the Levi squad and, uh, you know, the OGs, the day ones. Um, and it feels so good to be back. You know, it just... Yeah. We it took a little while to go out there and kind of you know brush the cobwebs a little bit and yeah, uh, we clearly. apologize for us kind of you know just whew, you know a little bit of a frazzle. You can see that we're still this still isn't as second nature to us, but once I feel like it's just first getting into it. Yeah, we still have you know a little bit of nerves obviously because we care so much about this, uh, but then when we're in it, it's just obviously we're like a we're over two hours. You see the in. passion just like how we see the passion from you guys for sure. Um, but yeah, this was a good episode to kind of ease back into it and we're excited about what's going to happen continuing with the story and seeing how the crazy events unfold and all that. So, um, yeah, guys, that's all I got for you guys pretty much. Um, just want to say, uh, lastly, the, to the AOT fam, just please stay safe out there, guys. Um, spread that love and positivity. Hope that you guys have a great week and, uh, a good weekend Mm -hmm. and we will see you guys next week. And with that being said, guys, this is AJ signing off, saying that I love you all. And, um, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Go ahead, Lex. Bye, guys. Be safe. Attack the Talk loves you.